well, let's do this. Welcome back, guys. It is the Brothers Geek Out podcast. This is the therapy sessions for Zack Snyder's Justice League. Uh, I want to say a massive thank you for Dax and Gilman joining on this. We are going to give you our initial kind of reaction, review, thoughts from each of us, and then we're going to go through the parts and uh, really kind of break some some of it down to what 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 we love what what we loved about uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League and like this is probably the this is something in history right now like you know and like the biggest redemption for like me and Gilman spoke about this the other day and so the biggest redemption from for everybody in this movie I feel not just the director the director Zack I praise him massively but for an overall each actors, you know, the crew members, the people behind doing the production, it was a redemption for all of them, man. And it must have been such a overwhelming feeling to see the reaction that's come back from it. But, but you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, Dax, let, let us know your thoughts, man. What was it like when you watched it the first time around? Yeah, uh, I thought it was fantastic. Honestly, from the moment it started, uh, I, you guys obviously in our group chat, I think I was also messaging you as I was going through the chapters. Uh, I think immediately I was just kind of, I love the opening. Mm. Um, you know, like again, uh, maybe I was, I'm too much of a, a Zack Schneider fan that, yeah. that as I'm watching it, I'm just really happy. It's like you said, like it's yeah. not, it wasn't just redemption for the director. It was, mm. it was also, uh, redemption for the fans. It was redemption for the crew, all the cast involved, yeah. uh, um, and it was just really nice to see the story, like well, the full story come together. Um, it, it, it's weird, um, you know, because on one end, uh, I, you know, from Batman versus Superman, I know, like online, a lot of people always, you know, it had mixed reviews, uh, right. but I kept, I kept telling people that they needed to watch the director's cut. Because the That's moment right. they watched the director's cut, uh, you know, you would get a clear look and a clear picture of, of what that story was. That's and right. you could see the differences between a theatrical lease and a director's cut, because that's exactly what a director's cut is, right? Uh, and it just made so much more sense. So obviously when, uh, you know, Zach never got to finish his film uh, towards then being given the opportunity, and then now it's the director's cut, uh, and it just released. Uh, I was blown away, um, mm. and and again, that's just talking as a fan. Uh, I I watched it a second time just for this talk, yeah. uh, but at the same time, you know, the sec. I, I find when I watch films the second time around, uh, it's no longer for the enjoyment. But then I start to look at it as a producer and, and a director, mm. and then I start to like analyze it a bit more. Um, so in in the end, yes, there are things that you could say for for both sides as to like you know whether or not it was good or bad. Uh, but overall, I I loved it. I'm glad he got to tell his story. Um, I'm glad you know that vision was realized. Uh, and at the end of the day, whether Warner Media decides to like you know play with a multiverse um, and still allow. Uh, you know, a second story to kind of come about. Yeah. Uh, I know I'd be excited to see that. And if not, and it came to an end, uh, I'm just happy I got to see that. No, definitely. G-Man, your thoughts? Awesome. Yeah, I, listen, I agree with both of you, Kibs. We've kind of briefly spoke about it on one of the previous podcasts. I fucking loved it, and I stole your words. Uh, sorry, I shouldn't swear. I know little D's did. My bad. Sorry. Uh, okay. uh, I'll try and control my language. Um, 
I stole your words, a graphic novel on, on, on the big screen. I, I really, even watching it the second time, and maybe that's just because the way he sold, told the story within the chapters, mm-hmm. uh, I just love that, you know, for, especially for a four-hour movie. You just, I, just, I think that's such a great format. Um, overall, yes, as Dax was saying, when I watched it the second time, I, I picked up a few more things. There's still a couple things I'm like, oh, you know, that's, that's just a bit whatever. But overall, man, I, I, I loved it, and I was geeking out more. Just some of the visuals, man. And we'll get into it chapter by chapter. But uh, Dark Side, man, just seeing him. I'm sorry, man. That Omega, the Omega Blast. Oh my, that. Yes. That I swear, man. That was my one of my seeing it for the second time and just really looking at. It, I'm like, that was so sick. And I just, you know, I, I helped this new trend, which is um, revive. No, what's it? What's the, what's the new hashtag? Restore the Snyder. I hope the the they listen. I mean, because this has been such a great success. Uh, and I want to see that. There's so many stories that can be told from this this one movie, uh, from each character, you know what I'm trying to say? And then, again, grouping them back together for the future. Um, and we'll talk about that more. But yes, overall, loved it. You know, I think I think it is just a great superhero movie, man. I fucking loved it. Swore again. Sorry. <laughs> Little D, I'm sorry. He's got his headphones on playing Fortnite. All right, good, good. Okay, so... Yeah. I like my brief thing is, as I said, is I just felt like it was a graphic novel. Now, them trying to restore this with the amount, the time gap they've had is going to be quite tough to get everybody together. And I don't know what it's like with Warner Media and with all the issues they're having with Ray Fisher at the moment and all of that going on at the moment. You know, it's something that's like really, I don't think it's going to happen. And I think this is going to become a cult classic. And I kind of like that in a way because it makes that movie so much more unique. Yeah. So as much as I do want it to continue, I don't think it will. And I think this will become like one of those ones in the history books to be like a cult classic. Like yeah. One of those. He's got one of those. Can you imagine as a director, producer, as an artist, to have one of them? One of those things happen in history. So. Yeah, that's true. I kind that's of point. That's, that's how that's how I'm seeing it at the moment. I would say uh, when it came across, uh, like I was I was reading some articles and, mm. and I found it really interesting because someone touched touched on 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 a on a moment in the film where the the Superman spaceship basically states, uh, you know, that the, the how would you say it? Uh, that that the timeline has been altered to its very present, right? Okay. Uh, and because because of that, it's, it's basically a way of saying this is one, one of the greatest things about uh, DC. I'd say at the beginning is they 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 played with the multiverse uh, since since as far back as I can remember, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and so at the end of the day, it, it's you can accept uh, changes uh, along yeah. the way, and you can accept resets uh, given flashpoint paradox. Or, or, That's right. Right. Uh, so when when they announced at this point that uh, that basically the future has been set in, in like in present day at this very point in time, that gives room for all the other stories that we've seen uh, to come out um, like like post, uh, I guess, uh, theatrical release. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and then almost like change it up. Right. Yeah. So. Uh, I, I'd say that even if they didn't continue uh, with with uh, you know like let's say a you know a, a, a continuation of, of the Snyder cut, mm-hmm. uh, 
you know, the other directors that come on board could still still play with the universe. Of course, uh, yeah. You know, which is which is which is let's, missing. You know, that's that's a good point, and let's hope like. Because, you know, DC doesn't have that Kevin Feige, that one person directing it in that sort of way. But let's hope that these directors, if they do kind of come off that to create separate movies, be it Flashpoint or whatever, they, they you know, out of respect to Snyder and say, hey, Snyder, what do you think? Like, what do you think I should, you know what I mean? Just get his opinion. Like, it might not be your story, your vision, but can you just give me some guidance on where I could take it? Because I, um, I, I did want to... Is doing that, the guy from Flashpoint, because he's introducing Ben into yeah. that universe. So... Yeah. They, they may I think they may they will take elements from what they have already but I think Flashpoint Paradox is going to be uh, the DCEU's uh, restart yeah let's hope so let's hope yeah, and I did want to quickly touch on like X-Men. the redemption that we talked about man because I know we didn't like but like just to kind of make it clear man like, I think the redemption for Ben Affleck's Batman because he's getting loads of yeah. praise now when everyone fucking hate him oh sorry when <laughs> everyone bloody hated him before when everyone bloody hated him before he's getting loads of praise now no one's ready to let Henry Cavill go honestly mm. no one's no. ready to let him go I'm not and then Ray Fisher and whatnot he's cyborg and, and we'll talk about it more he's one of my favorite characters now before I didn't even think about him he's one of my after seeing that he's one of my favorite characters now even the flash yeah. there's there's you know I wasn't a big fan of him we didn't get much from that Justice League the first one that came out but this one has really explored more of his powers and I love the way like we'll get into it but we don't need to see a flash um um start movie we just get into flashpoint paradox paradox and this one kind of set that up yeah this was always like that is each of the characters had their own sort of origins in this so and the new characters that came in which is quite you know it's so important of like this movie coming out is like my god like you really i know all of us are upset in a little way because we watched that version in 2017 and was like you denied us yeah (laughs) you denied denied us and great I'll be honest as well like when yeah. I went to watch it with G um, again I think my first approach in any film that I watch especially as a fan is to not get too critical especially as someone that's worked in the industry that's so right. yes it did have it did have those moments that when you look back uh, yes you'll you'll attack Superman and, and his his mustache and, <laughs> and you will you will question a lot but at the time when I walked out the cinema, I was still like, okay, you know what? I'm a geek at heart and I'm happy I saw the Justice League. Yeah. Uh, so I, I will I will say that. Uh, but now, now yeah. that Zach has, has been able to, to, to kind of show us the way, right? Then basically it's just like, yeah, you know what? Like that was just a joke. What the hell was that? Um, but we, Me and kids were talking I'm, about it. We were... I, my my first reactions after I watched it was that like I cannot believe that we were almost denied that and there were people sitting around. I bro, you 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 worked in Fox. I don't know how it works, but this is how I visualize it. There were a few people sitting around the boardroom table and they were like, "Oh yeah, you know what? Forget the Snyder cut. Let's release this this one. This one's awesome." Someone at the corporation made a decision to release this. Now I don't want anyone to get fired, but that guy needs to needs to. You go back to training or something. Go, it, you know what? We need to send you back to training. There'll be there'll be many reasons as to why why that would have happened. Uh, of course, yeah. Of but, course. but at the end of the day, I think I think when again going back to the redemption aspect, what what's so great about it was, again after Batman versus Superman, and you know obviously the Snyder and his family were going through something pretty traumatic. So. Mm-hmm. 
you know, the, on, the world of online media is not very forgiving and can be quite vicious sometimes, right? Uh, so at the end of the day, uh, most people, you know, just kind of leave a lot of negative comments in terms of like Zack Schneider as a director. Uh, That's right. You'll even see a lot of it now where people are still talking about it going, oh, there's a lot of slow motion sh like shots and all this kind of stuff. Uh, but the reality is, it's like, dude, man, this guy gave his life to like bring this vision to life. Uh, mm. So much so that, you know, you know, his family experienced tragedy. Uh, and based off of that, like, you know, people should be happy that this story was told. But at yeah. the point that yeah. he, he, he he'd taken a step back, you know, of course, the studio would have selected a director to step in. Uh, and then at the same time, choices would have been made to kind of make sure that something could be created. Uh, yeah. Me and Kibbs discussed, like we were saying, um, you know, and, and I know everyone's probably shitting on uh, Joss Whedon right now. He's probably getting it. But maybe some of it is not his fault either, right? Because yeah. the studios probably saw this guy just created Avengers 1 and Avengers 2. And yeah. we need to, they wanted to brighten things up. So let's get him in. So And he probably yeah. had a deadline. He probably said, cut yeah. it. There was probably some cut it down to two hours. Can you make yeah. it funnier? Can you make it bright? So he... He probably had that. So I, I think he might be getting a lot of crap, but I don't think it's all his fault. Like, he probably did change a lot, lot of stuff, but it's probably same, not just also, all his fault. Also, at the same time, you, you'd also have to remember that uh, I think uh, when uh, Batman versus Superman came out and people weren't happy, even though they hadn't seen the director's cut, right? Uh, people just started to say that the, the, the Schneiderverse was too dark. Well, at a time when everyone was loving Marvel and they were liking the, the humor that was coming out of these superheroes. So what you get are these two, two powerful studios who are trying to do something very different because you got yeah. DC, you got Marvel, uh, and they try to be themselves. Uh, but then at the same time, you've got people going, oh, like the universe is a bit dark. Let's make it a bit more like, you know, like funnier uh, and or, or whatnot. And then all of a sudden these di uh, these directions kind of change. And, and it, it's unfortunate sometimes because, you know, when someone's got a good vision or great vision, uh, you know, they you need to let that that kind of universe oh. kind of come to life. That's right. Uh, and so he did. So that, that, that was that was awesome. No, absolutely. Yeah. Like, I'm happy to see that vision come through. I'm glad that you know the fans fought for this. Uh, haters are gonna hate, but yeah, it's there yeah. now. You know what I mean? It's out there yeah. in the public. And yeah, and gee, dark dark side, awesome. I, I I'm a huge dark side fan. So, <laughs> so yeah, that, that cool. will make a yeah. beat to to think that. They took all of those important bits out and you're like, okay, look, there's a reason why this movie was like four hours long is yeah. that he, he gave us stuff that we were not maybe not going to get in the next couple of movies that are going to come out. So for him, he can at least say, you know what, I've got Darkseid in this. I've got, yeah. I've got Apocalypse in this as well. You know what I mean? It's like I've, I've, I've opened the doors now, you guys. He's yeah. passed the one now. And I know he said that he, I don't think he'll revisit that again. What, so, do you, what did you guys think of uh, Steppenwolf? Uh, much better. Much better. Much better. Much better. A better motive. Uh, I wanted to actually know more about what he did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they could do a whole back backstory of Steppenwolf because he was so I, he he was a redemption. Exactly. He was. Yeah, he I think going to do a. I think Zach. I was watching an interview yesterday, and I think Zach said he was going to do. If uh, I think he wanted to get Jim Lee on board and and do some prelogs about Steppenwolf. 
and some yeah. of the characters. And then if the studios don't think they can do, they're not going to do it, then he'll do comic books after. He'll write some comic books after. So, yeah. you know, nice. there's always different ways and different mediums to uh, continue the story. And, and we get it now with loads of comic books at the moment now. So yeah. it's definitely good. All right. Yeah, yeah. You, 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 there's also like it's funny how you say different mediums because uh, Warner Warner Media they do one one thing they do very well, uh, which I've never seen. Marvel did it a while back, but but they didn't invest heavily into it. Mm. Uh, that w that was at a time where you had the uh, direct to DVD animated features, right? Yes. In which they could tell all the animated stories. So there there could be a potential like I, I don't know. I'd love to see an animated version uh, that continued. Yeah. Very very, um, very good point because that would be because that's one of their key things that they've always done good in their animations have been on point. Yeah yeah exactly. So uh, if they. It, could, do doing that is actually a great idea actually that's awesome yeah, they could do he could do right uh an animation that would be awesome but hey like, would would steppenwolf i, I want to see more because he redeemed himself he wasn't scared i remember the other one he as soon as superman came he got scared and then his own he got munched by his own power demons because of his fail that's so stupid I, I was watching the battle again now and even though superman was beating him he he went for him. He still tried to fight yeah. him, and because he wanted that redemption from Darkseid, right? There was that he let Darkseid down in something, right? Some previous whatever. So he's trying to redeem himself to Darkseid, and he wasn't even. I loved it, man. And he had way more motive. The action scenes you see again, see fight more with the Amazonians and whatnot. Uh, he yeah. was a great villain. Finally, man, he was. He, was, he had better motive, man. Because I I'd never forget how Superman was so overpowered in the other one. It just was like this was. Yeah basic but in this one he he still went for superman he had motive to fight his, uh, his dialogue was good and his i liked his voice uh, yeah. uh it, it really kind of made me kind of feel like okay this guy's this guy's a pretty like one he's he's badass but two you could already see in the dialogue uh his loyalty to to dark side and, and that's you right. know that's what right. i mean ironically even though he he betrayed him like, like, you can, you can hear it, right? No, of course, of course. Let's, let's, let's. Hey, that could have been. Listen, maybe that's um, Snyder's uh, uh, kind of like, um, like, what'd you call it? What'd you call it? Like, um, uh, I don't know, to, uh, like a metaphor of like, um, Steppenwolf being the studios, and then they backstabbed Darkseid, who was Jack Zack Snyder, and now yeah. there's some redemption story going on. I don't know. <laughs> I'm making up some shit here, but maybe there's something behind it. But you know what? You see elements of that. I feel like he's put elements of that in the film. So if we... Let's start from part one. So don't count on it, Batman. So that the fact that he did things in sections really paced the movie much better. Yeah. But that opening scene, you know, for what we got originally, and I feel like I connected with Bruce much more now than we did yeah. in the original one. Yeah, yeah. That opening scene was so important for us to see him on his journey to to get this team together because of what happened at the end of Batman v Superman. And they op did the opening. They started with the, that scene that was cut out of the original Batman yeah, yeah. v Superman. Uh, the, the death of Superman, right, with, yeah. with Doomsday. Well, That's yeah, for me, like, I loved it simply. Okay, I, I'm going to go back to Batman versus Superman as no, well. No, uh, when, 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 I was, when I was watching that, uh, I remember when the trailer first hit, uh, and when the trailer came out, uh, I like it was almost like 
I felt that maybe at the time they had put too much in that trailer. They had shown like already that Doomsday was coming, right? Uh, where I felt like it, if you had introduced Doomsday at that very point in time where no one really knew uh, he was in the trailer, then you would like most fans would have been like, oh my God. And then, you know, like online would have been like, oh my God, Doomsday, right? Death of Superman. Uh, or whatnot, right? So I, I, I think at a certain point now, I feel like that continuity uh, and how it starts from that very point, uh, it, it's good to bridge it uh, simply because it, it brings you back to the, the, the actual first film. That's uh, right. So that, That's that you kind of you remember uh, exactly like what had happened, and and you know when you when you hear. The, the screams and the death of Superman. Yeah, uh, it's, it's not just you as a, a viewer. It's it's the it's the entire universe, right? Is hearing no, no. hearing yeah. that right. death. Uh, hence, well, at hence first, other box like kind of, you know. Yeah. Well, at first, my first criticism of that because I'm glad you brought that part up because at first, my first watch, um, even though I thought that was awesome, I was like, why? Why? How? How did the mother boxes? Why, how is it Superman's voice that triggered off the mother boxes? I don't get that, right? Because that's one of my critiques. We didn't. I don't know much about the mother boxes except the little story they told us. But then mm. rewatching it again when the Justice League went around the table and Cyborg was explaining uh, the history behind them a little bit, um, yeah. they mentioned because of the sorcery of of those mother boxes and this alien and whatnot, it's kind of connected to the Kryptonian ship or whatever. The mother boxes, in a way, were scared of Superman. They knew so because. Yeah. Because it was at, the mother box was activated by Cyborg's dad to get him into Cyborg, but it shut down straight away. It didn't send out a signal to Steppenwolf and them. And that was before when Superman was alive. And then only when Superman died, then that opened him up. So that was one of my criticisms at first. Like, how was it Superman? But I, I again, watching it a second time, you pick it up. They were like, all right, that's the reasoning. I still think I wish I had more knowledge on the motherboards. Maybe in, um, you know, one of the Superman movies, they could have mentioned it or... Um, I don't know that even even the um, the I know the Wonder Woman movie came out later, but maybe they could have had a scene where they were all in that temple or people were just watching this thing in that temple just to kind of show oh it's been there because right now it was just like you know like there's not much information on it but yeah I agree with that first scene though as well like I guess I, that it's, it's, oh sorry sorry, sorry yeah no I was just gonna say. Stuff. No, that's cool. No, I was just going to say I agree with that first scene because it introduces us to Bruce and it really gave him a, um, you could really tell that he was messed up a little bit after BVS. He knew he was responsible in a way. He knew he, he had a mission in this one to almost, again, I'm going to use that word a lot, redeem himself to, to Superman and, and, and give back to the world because he kept saying the world needs Superman. And I think he felt like he let the world down and it kind of showed it in this one. It showed it really passionately that he has to do this. This is my mission mm. as, as Batman at this moment. Forget fighting crime and whatnot at this present time. There's this shit going on, but my mission is to get us together uh, and, and get him back, well, ultimately get him back. Yeah, I was going to say that I guess because uh, cause DC had uh, different directors for different, um, like for, for the different uh, heroes. Uh, mm -hmm. Again, going back to what you had said, uh, G-Man, whether or not you had someone like Kevin Feige on top that was kind of making sure that everything was connected. I, I had read that some of the, the directors would reach out to Zach uh, and ask him, ask him his thoughts. Um, but again, I don't, I don't know, but yeah, I guess, mm -hmm. I guess like if, if you could, if you could somehow have had, uh, kind of created a much, uh, larger, 
continuity amongst all the different films uh, that could have worked. But but the Snyder Cut in itself is already uh, in my head like the justice it deserves, and, and a lot of the other stuff I can I can let slide. <laughs> right. <laughs> So um, in in the beginning he 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 has a word with uh so you've got he has a word with Aquaman, which was a much better scene as well. Uh, yeah. Then we move on to is it? Did, did you guys enjoy the singing? <laughs> it, was <a> <laughs> it was a bit random. Is there history behind that? Or is there like some some Nordic history behind that? It must be. I think I think that, I don't know where that came from, but I I, I don't know. Maybe more or maybe it was just like look. It's it's a Schneider cut. I'm just putting it all in there. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. like maybe. You know what, Dexter? There was another thing I wanted to ask you as well because of the work that you do as well. The aspect ratio. What did you think? I loved it. Um, yeah. I thought it was great. I mean, I like again uh, prior to it launching, I I read uh, he had chosen to do that for specific purposes uh, with IMAX at first, uh, but I think it's it's almost like uh, symbolical in a way. Uh, because aside from this, like, uh, like one-to-one -one ratio, it, it's yeah. it's also like going back to old-school box TVs, That's right? right. That's uh, and then, and also, you know, I guess there was also a reason as to why the the posters were in black and white. I I had originally read that he was going to release a black and white version. That's um, right. I don't know if if, if there's oh, any. You know, it came out yesterday or the day before, which is on HBO Max at the moment now. Which I haven't yeah. seen yet. I do want to watch it because I do love watching things in black and white as well. So, yeah, uh, yeah and then, I've seen that. And then I would say that like it's it it just look okay when you look at um, tech and and you look at media, uh, social media, uh, more like more so. Uh, mm. Obviously, it's very different uh, than when you work in in TV. Well, it's not too different. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's like I guess people view things in, in many different ways and formats, like whether or not you are uh, viewing in HD, you're viewing in square mode, you're mm. viewing in like story mode or whatnot. So the fact that it was in square, uh, it's almost as if, you know, if outside of IGTV or, or whatnot, uh, if you wanted to just post the entire thing onto the IG uh, <laughs> platform, it would fit right in, in of that. Of exactly, that's right, that's right. Mm. And so... That's cool. Detail, doesn't it? So he had more on the top, he had more at the bottom. Yeah. So when you watch that opening scene, if you yeah, watch yeah. IMAX, you would have been like, oh my God, that looks epic. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, it's comic book format as well. So it looks like it's comic book boxes. And I love that. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I enjoyed it. And and to be honest, like uh, if more content came out like that again, I wouldn't I wouldn't be bothered. Um, <laughs> I, I just thought it was a good a good way to kind of tell the story. That's no, awesome. You know what? I, I'm so not in tune with like production and all that stuff. I didn't even notice that it was. <laughs> I didn't even notice. I just watched it and didn't even notice that it took. It didn't take up the whole screen or whatnot. I just. I don't know. I'm not in tune with none of. That. I don't know. I don't, I'm surprised people picked on that. Um, to, and was like complaining about it or whatever. I'm sure there was complaints, but I, I, yeah. I'm yeah. That shit doesn't really bother me, man. But just show me the damn thing. I just want to see it. As long as I can see it, I don't care. Um, yeah. But yeah. That's great to hear your perspective. Honestly, if they put if they had put in the letterbox, right, uh, you wouldn't have known. You yeah. wouldn't have even known. You would have just been like, oh, it was filmed like that, right? Yeah. But the fact that like it was already brought to everyone's attention, of course, they like media would tell you like, oh yeah, it's so you can see more, right? Then you as a viewer go, oh yeah, it's so we can see more. 
but if it was just provided to you like in 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 a format that was that was kind of rectangular you wouldn't have you wouldn't have even known anything about that and you would have mm. just enjoyed it for what it was um so yeah no, exactly exactly that. So we get a, in, in that part one, we get a better introduction to uh, Cyborg's pain. Yeah. So, uh, which we'll touch, I think that's on part, that's a, a bit more on him on part three, but then the, we have the opening scene in, uh, where uh, Steppenwolf comes to Themyscira. Yeah. And you get I that love... big battle scene. Yeah. Which is completely different to, again, what we saw originally. Uh and it was violent, man. This is where we see in people, we see in blood and tr people getting chopped and Steppenwolf mm. looked like I, I love the retransformation of what they did with Steppenwolf. Like he, he looks better on the screen as well. And his armor moves and it's almost like symbiote uh, yeah. armor he's got on, which is absolutely awesome. And it's got all types of gadgets on it as well. Uh, a much better opening scene to, to how he takes that mother box and, how ruthless he was as well. It did, I know the original version made it a bit more PG, so I'm glad this came out as that kind of an R rating, you know. So I like uh, I, I I like I'd say again like there are part like parts of the dialogue I, I liked. I, I did like the opening scene in Themyscira. Uh So when Steppenwolf stepped out and he's like, "I'll bathe in your fear," and then and then the Queen's like, she's like, show like she's like says something like, "Show them your like." Show them your fear, and they're all like, "We have no fear," and then it's just like, ah, you're just like, yeah. <laughs> so that's cool, and and I like the scene. I what I thought was pretty powerful uh, was when uh, some of the guards were like holding up the rocks uh, for the queen to come out, and then you think like you're like, oh my god, they're gonna get squished, right? And you're like, you know, but then in the end, they just they slip, they just yeah. slip through. Uh, but again, you know the idea that you know they're 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 willing to to do what they're doing uh, right. to to protect the queen so that she could get out and and you know they they'll they'll lock themselves in like a in a tomb that cannot be you can't get out of or whatnot. Well, I don't know. I just I I, I enjoyed that. Um, and then and then the horse riding was kind of you know like you know it's got to be there. Uh, but yeah. but I I didn't I did enjoy it. Yeah, it was brutal. Steppenwolf was brutal, man, throwing around horses. I remember the scene where they surrounded him and he just grabbed like the horses and I was like, he's brutal. He ain't messing around with anyone and using yeah. his mad mad axe to just chop off heads and he wasn't chopping off heads, but you know, they got chopped in yeah. too, man. In the real world, that that act would be chopping <laughs> people in too. It's blood and stuff all over the place. I thought it was again, I agree with you guys, man. Such a great action scene. Um there was so much it, it was just, again, I feel it was a great introduction to Steppenwolf to show this guy ain't messing around. Like, he's here for business, he's got an objective, and no one's, uh, 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 like, no one's messing with it, basically. He's, he's going to do whatever he has to do to accomplish his mission, and that's just be as, you know, as brutal as, as he could be. And I thought that was awesome. No. But there were moments. There were moments. Uh, Dallas, uh, when I got when it got brutal, Dallas would be like, "Oh my goodness! Oh dang!" <laughs> <laughs> and I'd be like, "Yeah, this one's this one's not not for uh, not for the kids, the kiddies." <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. Uh, I think that goes into uh, Wonder Woman's opening scene in in London with with the whole raid. And man, we got so much more in this one as well. <laughs> You know, yeah, the way yeah. she blocks the bullets, uh, yeah. her speed, uh, speed, the way she that. throws people around. Uh, yeah. And I just felt like we had a, a 
a Wonder Woman, like I can't put it towards the what's come out already, but we've got a really fierce Wonder Woman in this one. She knows yeah. how to battle. Like, and yeah. I really like that. I felt like she had much more strength, much more I'm going for this, much more I, I, mean, I ain't standing back, I'm going to fight with you guys as well, you know what I mean? I just feel like she was a, a much more uh, potent character in this as well. Yeah, I agree. I, I felt like, um, I don't know, gee, you may remember when we first watched the theatrical uh, Justice League, I did point out that like this, like Flash in, in slow-mo was a bit weird for me uh, because, you know, I felt like there would be like a better way to kind of showcase the Flash. So when we saw Wonder Woman kind of in, in the opening scene for her, I felt like all, like she was almost moving like the Flash, right? Yeah. Like she was, her speed was just, she was in there quick, uh, you know, everything from like uh, assessing assessing the grounds yeah. uh, while the clock is ticking uh, <laughs> to the bullet. Like that, that is almost like how you should have, you should see the flash in, in, in a way, right? And then immediately cut to like real time and snap, boom, like everything's going, uh, going so, down. I uh, think, so it's cool. I think with Zach, what he did with these characters was, I think, because he explained why he did flash the way he did. Yeah, yeah. And, and this will go into when we get to kind of the last part of the movie, but yeah. he wanted to show how fast physically somebody would be yeah. in that moment so that's why in that scene where you see his shoes rip you know he's moving yeah. so fast that it can't even keep the clothes on him at the moment that it yeah. rips everything and that if he really had that power he'd leave potholes everywhere that's yeah. how mm. would. so they called it the speed glide so he yeah. glides through the speed interesting form. yeah mm. which is why yeah. he runs he runs like yeah. like a like a like he's gliding, I guess, right? Yeah. So that's why he 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 went for that concept of uh, if this guy was real, then this is how it would be if you're going at that speed. You it wouldn't be like normal running. It would be more like gliding and skating, basically. Uh, yeah. Mm. He walks like. His... Have you ever seen uh, Conor McGregor when he walks into the UFC cage and he does his billion dollar shot? <laughs> that's how he. That's how he was. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But no. But that's an interesting point. I think Snyder really looked at his powers and and really because this movie we'll talk about it more and it, it does really emphasize on his abilities. Yeah. Um, because I didn't think about it. yes, if he didn't have control or whatnot, he would be, or yeah. he would be like putting potholes all over the roads and all that sort of stuff. Um, but yeah, I that that Wonder Woman scene again. I loved it, man. I, I agree with both of you. And like, seeing her like throw some dude smashing his head into the wall and blood, his brains all on the wall and shit. That's awesome, man. <laughs> like, listen, I've got. I know you can't make. I know Justice League, Wonder Woman, Superman, and whatnot. Is is they don't kill and it's very colorful and you never see them. And it's, it's like you know, uh, Mark Bernardin was saying that you know, if you if you can't if you can't make a S Superman movie, what you can't get your kids to because he's out there yeah. killing people and there's violence in it. It's a bit yeah. hard. You can't do that because it's Superman. But I loved it, man. I loved Wonder Woman. Just yeah. she's brutal, man. Like they really she she's fighting humans. That the thing is the way I always saw it is that if she's gonna throw a human, that's what's gonna happen. Exactly. Like, you know what I mean? So you've got to be a bit realistic. If she was fighting a, a, a Superman or whatever, then that's not going to have the same reaction. But if she threw a human to the wall, his, his brain is going to be on the wall. Like, it's the way it is. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I love the way she moved as well, man. That Those hand movements when she was blocking it was okay. so, so cool, man. It's just, it's awesome. I, I, I loved it, man. And th those terrorists were, were brutal, man, because they were about to kill some kids and <laughs> she weren't having it. 
do you remember because I, I i don't remember the theatric like josh, josh Wayden's uh, version was it also that the bank robbers uh came in and like they they had no intention of walking out is that like no, i don't remember. that intention but in the original one they no not original that's not original josh Wayden's one they yeah. threw this case up in the top yeah she didn't okay. fly out with it like they showed in this one yeah yeah and, okay uh i think she didn't kill him. She got he got arrested. He got arrested. Uh, yeah, remember? Yeah, he got arrested. She didn't. Yeah. She didn't use the. She didn't kill no one. Yeah, she yeah. didn't kill no one. So that's that's good. Yeah, so she she evaporated that guy. That's what I was gonna country. say. That probably evaporated that dude. <laughs> evaporated yeah. that and uh, well, it, it's also interesting because on one end you have like okay, uh, apparently a bomb's going to wipe out like uh four four city blocks right so she throws she throws the the suitcase up in the air there's an explosion you don't really see a massive explosion but the moment she takes out the guy it like blows up <laughs> she blew it up right. anyway <laughs> yeah. but you know for, for good reason because you know got to save those kids exactly uh, it's a very touching scene in that as well, where the little girl goes, "I want to be like you," and she goes, "You can be whatever you want." And I just feel like he had more connection with characters and the extras in that film as well. So uh, yeah. it, it worked out. It, that worked out really well. We will move on to part two, guys, and this is where they go to still search for the rest of the heroes. So you've got Flash, but we get more, a little bit more story on Victor, Victor's pain. Yeah, you know. Uh, yeah. What he was going through and how much of a vital, vital character that he plays to this. But I think this part two, it was, uh, they get the mother box, the first, uh, second one, which is Atlanta, which was actually a much better scene again. And we have, actually, hold up, sorry. So before that scene, it was William Defoe, who wasn't in the theatrical cut. He was there to yeah. see Aquaman. That was it. Sorry. Yeah. He went to that scene where the trident and the costume was sitting there, and you know William Defoe. I think I thought that was a crucial moment that they should they 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 should have kept. I don't know why they didn't keep that because it showed what Aquaman was going through. Yeah, yeah I mean, I don't think with Aquaman. Uh, another one of my criticisms was is I out of all of them, I feel like he had the less like motivation to be there, right? Uh, at the first time watching it, I was like, well, he he, he has the less motivation could it be because he don't care about the Atlanteans and whatnot. He said it himself. He doesn't really care about them. Uh, at the end, you know, when when Steppenwolf in the next chapter, I think, does take the, the, the mother box. Um, I forgot the female's name, but she says to him, yeah. your mother. Yeah, your mother. It would have been your mother's duty to go up and chase him and, and, and fight that dude. You know what I mean? Like, so she kind of pull it on him there. And I think then he realized that. Okay, this is not just an Atlantean issue. This is a human being issue because mm. Stephen Wolf, if he does put the boxes together, it destroys the whole world. So right. at first, I was like, his motives are not really there. But again, it's, I still think out of all the characters, or maybe including Flash, like well, not Flash, sorry, out of all the characters, I think Aquaman's character had the least. It felt like he had the least motivation. There wasn't, there wasn't much expanded uh, mm. on why he's getting involved with the team. I mean, he first rejected them, right? And then he came back after when he realized this is a human being. This is going to mess up the world, so I've got to be involved in this. Okay. But, um, yeah. I mean, that's I'd my say, thoughts, on, else my thoughts on him. I would say, first, when you said your mother, I was like, huh? Like, and I was like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Uh, but when it came to... 
when it came to Aquaman, I, I, I would, to be honest, I, I, I know there's a reason why, like, probably they, they pulled back a bit because he's, he's already, he's already got a film. Do you know what I mean? And he's getting his sequel. He's already been established. Yeah, uh, we've seen him. We all love him. You know, like one of the reasons why Aquaman was a huge success, uh, success at least with uh, uh, within box office, is because uh, they would say, or Wonder Woman and Aquaman, is because they would say that you know Batman and Superman, yes, are are very strong, uh, but everyone knows them already. Yes. Uh, so when Aquaman came out. Uh, it was something fresh, right? Yes. And everyone could see it, everyone loved it, same as Wonder Woman. Uh, so in the theatrical release of, uh, of Justice League, um, you know, everyone felt like they were robbed of the Flash and Cyborg. That's right. Uh, there, there was more Aquaman. If you remember, like one scene they didn't include in Justice League, uh, Zack's cut, which I kind of liked in, in Waden's cut, was the moment um, Aquaman was sitting on the lasso of truth and you didn't know it. Uh, and he was like talking about his emotions because it just kind of came out of nowhere. And then yeah. when they revealed that he was sitting on the lasso of truth, then you know you got you got a good chuckle. Uh, and that wasn't a cut, but it didn't need to be. I, I, to be honest, like I, I think focusing more on on elements of uh, of uh, cyborg and the Flash uh, was it was is more important uh, like now more than ever. Uh, I'd okay. say. But but I, 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 I like I like it. I like I like in the second well basically in the, the second part that it starts to introduce all the supporting characters. Um, That's right. and and That's it's right. everything from like uh, Alfred yes. uh, to, to like, you know, uh, as as you've mentioned, uh, Willem Dafoe. Willem character, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to remember his name in that movie, but uh, this is the part where Diana talks about the history of the mother boxes. And this is this is this this is the epic scene battle we get of, you know, Darkseid's introduction. We the mother boxes. You got Zeus, Arius. You got Green Lantern that comes as well. An epic battle scene, man. That was that was when he came out of that ship and he just smashed his what was it an axe or a hammer or something. He just oh, yeah. mad. mad. Yeah, I, that was beastie. Good, 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 crucial scene and a bit of history about the mother box. Excuse me, about the mother boxes as well, which I think is. Which which was great and it's yeah I can't believe they completely flipped that screen. Yeah, there's there's two there were two um, things like uh, I noticed when you talk about the the axe. Yeah, uh, uh, it did kind of make me think though. Like I was like, oh, like didn't Thor do that to Thanos? Like and so that that scene like yeah. like it's it's almost as if like it was cool. Um, you know when when Dark Side got hit. But then I was like, oh, I kind of seen that already, but still, yeah. I I still love it. Uh, and then, but with what what's kind of cool was later in the end uh, when uh, when Steppenwolf was about to hit Cyborg, same thing happened, but yeah. Superman flew in and ching. It's like <laughs> yeah, I'm not impressed. Something about it's always something about the neck, right? And yeah, the neck. I think it's uh, I don't know. I suppose because they can't do a direct chop, it keeps the character going, in it? So, but yeah. having to see... Well, you know, go on. I was going to say with Darkseid, it's great to see, because he was, 
So that was obviously hundreds of whatever years ago and whatnot. And it looked like compared to the dark side that we're going to talk about at the end, is he matured yeah. a lot. Because that one yeah. looked like a warrior. I mean, it's a fight yeah. and whatever and be brutal and be maybe a bit more careless in the way he fought because it's like, how did Darkseid just get stabbed by these guys and get dragged back onto his ship? But mm. I think, again, they, it was, that was a little bit of character development. This is how he was before. He was just yeah. a savage and ruling, trying to conquer Earths and whatnot. And at yeah. the end, it's uh, when we saw, the, saw him at the end, it seemed like, oh, this is a more uh, strategic Darkseid. Even though at the end he did say we're going to do it the old ways, but I think he's... Do it the old ways, but I have a more strategic approach and whatnot. Um, yeah. But I thought it was a great scene. And, you know, the Green Lantern, you know, yeah. I was telling you kids, like, you know, and, and the other time that the, they, this movie can pull off different stories, right, in different ways. And as far as I remember, Green Lantern who fights for Earth is, you know, that's his responsibility, right? You're the Green Lantern for Earth. Uh, and that's your responsibility to look after that that section or whatever. So they could follow that ring. That ring went somewhere. They could follow that this is the yeah. way I see it. They could follow that ring and see that journey that that ring take because that ring specifically is for that realm, right, or that set, or that I section of the so, universe. That sector, so, yeah, for that sector. Yeah, yeah. So it's interesting to see where that ring goes to, and does it come back well, to how? No, it won't be how, will it? It'll be. Um, if that, if that's the case. Uh, is is it Abin Sir? Is he's he's is that the name of? Uh, yeah, Abin Sir was the original. Uh, yeah, the original. Uh, yeah. Lantern that covered that sector, which had Earth in it, but this is actually an ancient. Green yeah. So they, yeah. Zack Snyder said that he went back in time on the comic books and found somebody, and at that time, yeah, uh, was protector of that realm basically. So, uh, well, I think what we found, I, I was because I was also watching with my girlfriend at that time in that scene uh, when they oh, split yeah. the mud, mother boxes. Uh, my girl was like, she's like bloody humans. They would just. They would just bury it in the ground, right? Like everyone goes through, everyone goes through like you know, like immense troubles to, to hide, to protect hide it and hide it, yeah. And then humans just go, I'll dig a hole and put it in, <laughs> put it out. <laughs> oh. So true. <laughs> yeah. So well, yeah, no. It was, but uh, funny enough, funny enough, so if you say that. It was the last one to be found. It was the yeah. hardest one for them yeah. to be found. I did. So <laughs> I said anyway, that by then, they already took it out anyway, but it, I don't know. It, it's crazy. Yeah, it's at the end of the film, I said, hey, you know, those damn humans, man. They, like, they, they still like, put it in a place where you least expect it, right? Yeah. yeah. Put it in where you least expect it. Uh, let's move on to part three, which, is, uh, which was called Beloved Mother, Beloved Son. And this was based on this is the story and arc of uh, and the origin story of Cyborg, so yeah. which it, he has become the heart of this movie because of him and his connection to the mother box. Uh, he he is a much more crucial character to the story. He he plays a big part of this man. He plays and they really part. show his abilities. His abilities. Yeah. Oh my god! Like in the theatrical I cut. I had no idea. Man, really upsetting, man. But yeah, they, that, they, I feel like they diminished him in that first one because now it's like he does, he, he is more, he is, he is the Justice League, you know what I mean? He's the one who yeah. takes that, the, the, the elements of the mother box and the world and his powers, his, you know, each, each story has, uh, it, it was almost like a parenting story, this whole movie. You know, father, son, uh, family. It was really family orientated in in a sense. I could see where where Zach was heading with this, but 
Yeah, we, we get more about his abilities, man, and it's absolutely awesome. You you get his happened to his mum uh, and mum and him. It's like, man, really deep, man. Really deep. Yeah, and I'm, I'm sorry to cut you that because that scene that keeps getting me emotional is like one you see the, his abilities because from the from the other cut, like the Whedon cut, you just see him as a cyborg and he makes guns and he can fly and shit. But in this one, like 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 when they went in deep and he's like literally can like set off all the nuclear bombs and literally he controlled the world. He can control the world. But that scene where he helps that single mother, there's mm. something about that that gets me, man. You know, like I don't know what it is. You know, when she sees the hundred thousand on the cash machine, like it really gives me like gets me emotional yeah. and that like it just shows his heart. Like oh, he he's a hero. This guy is straight up a hero. Like just by that once, yeah. he hasn't even saved anyone, but he saved her. And it was just pure heart, yeah. and that 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 scene got got me all the time, and I, I really love the way they expressed him in that yeah. moment as well. Because even though that she he says it in the car that you you still work as hard as dad does, but you still come to everything that I do. So the amount of sacrifice that you make for me, me meant so much to him. Yeah. So after that accident, and he was brought back to life, you know, again the redemption story of his dad trying to bring him back and be more of a father figure to him. I think that element played of when the scene was, I mean, it was placed there for him, for us to know that this guy, you know, yeah. has more of a deeper meaning to the stuff that he does, basically. I think uh, his, his, uh, his, his character in the story uh, in this cut uh, is pivotal to, to the entire film, uh, not just because of the mother box aspect, but, but again, it's like uh, you see there's this character who, you know, he comes from, okay, a family which uh, obviously, uh, you know, he has his, his struggling with his father, uh, father's never around kind of uh, scenario uh, to, you know, he's what, like the quarterback, I don't know if he was quarterback, but quarterback uh, to, to uh, like to his, his high school football team, mm. uh, which by the way, I, was, I looked at the uniform and it kind of got me wondering um, whether or not uh, the same uniforms were used in Christopher Nolan's uh, <laughs> surprise like, because he's based yeah. in Gotham as well isn't he so it was the Gotham yeah, yes interesting so just, and because it was filmed in uh in uh in in London right so so I would like it'd be like oh let's just repurpose that right you know but but anyway point is that he comes from this like uh you know he's 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 he's, he's obviously like a, a leader in his in his team to tragic uh like a tragic moment that hits him uh, towards like his dad now coming back into his life, uh, but also breathing new life. However, when he breathes new life, uh, you know, you he's there's this struggle. How does one go from from being human to then being like this? What you would consider anyone would consider if they looked at themselves at at that very point, like a, as a like like monstrosity right in a way so you would see moments like even him where like he went to see um wonder woman he would almost kind of be hunching right yeah almost he was like some kind of like golem of some sort right Mm. Uh, and and, and then you see him kind of coming into being uh from moments where like as they're about to kind of uh, uh revive superman uh you know that trust being built okay backtrack from the moment the father says if you won't look at me you'll at least listen to me mm. right uh don't know if he'd actually listened at that point because at the end you see that he had to re put together the the the, the, the tape yeah. so to the moment they're saving superman 
uh, and like basically, or, or reviving Superman, and then that one look towards his father, uh, and then his father saying to his crew, oh, he's wrong, and standing behind, like beside his son, uh, because at that point, he says, you know, like, you know, I've given you new life. You you need to reach your full potential. That's right. right. At this point, you can see he's now amongst the best, right? Uh, and it could be like a son, what are you doing kind of thing. But at this point, like the father's just like, he's just like, hey, like, yeah, my, my mistake. Uh, no one comes back in. And then you see him kind of turn uh, and, you know, because he didn't address him as son. He just looked at him as like Justice League. Right? Yeah. With the rest of them, right? Uh, and then then he looks back at his father and he's just that that kind of acknowledgement uh, to kind of be like, you know, thanks, dad, kind of, you know, moment uh, towards everything else that takes place later on. Uh, and That's so you see, we, Sorry. yeah, I, you, you see it like you, yeah. you see it in, in the character. It, it, he, he definitely deserved that uh, as well, uh, especially with the. Uh, you know, I don't know. There's a lot of bad news going on on so online at the moment. Mm. Uh, so it, it's just good to see uh, certain characters get get justice. Um, oh, of course, yeah. definitely, without a doubt. And like this, this is the scene where it goes into his dad getting kidnapped because of the mother box, and then they go to Gotham Harbor, and it's the first time they all kind of all kind of yeah. up, and you got the real, flash. Real quick. Yeah, sorry, sorry to cut you. Did we touch on Flash's, um, the first introduction to Flash? We, like, that was before they got to Harbour, right? I mean, That's right, I, yeah. I don't know what you guys, yeah, I don't know what you guys thought. I know you talked a little bit about his powers and whatnot and his shoes ripping off, but I don't know why you, what you guys thought about him meeting uh, his, his, like, you know, future love, yeah. love interest, right, which is Iris and whatnot. Um, yeah. I, I, I mean, it was an awesome scene. I don't know how that fits in, right, because yeah. not to skip, too much with Flash. We're not getting an origin of Flash, and in the comics, right, he he gets his yeah. powers when he's working in the crime lab, and all that stuff happens. Yeah. Get and he gets hit by thunder and whatnot. In in this movie, he's already got the powers, and at the end of the movie, he shows his father he has the the um, yeah. the the job at the crime lab. So first, I, yeah. I hope I, I don't want to see an origin movie. We don't need to see that really because I, I, they already yeah. kind of give him something. But I hope in the Flashpoint movie they might touch on it just to see where it came from. Um, <laughs> but him already given that connection with Iris. Um, I, I don't know, it's interesting where they might take that and hopefully she'll be in the future movies. The only thought, part that I thought was odd was when he put the hot dog in his pocket. I don't know what that was about. I saw a funny <laughs> meme. I saw a funny meme <laughs> that someone, someone made that he puts a hot dog in her mouth. Some dirty bastard put, <laughs> made oh, that yeah. meme. But um, that was the only odd thing. I that was great. Gonna, I did think that was that neat. <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I'll, if I see it, I'll throw it back to you. But that was, that was hilarious. So that was odd, but... I did think that was, um, again, just a, a good introduction to, a kind of good introduction, but I think I want to see more of of him. And I think maybe yeah. Snyder didn't do it because there is the Flashpoint movie coming out, or maybe he had the vision that that movie's going to come out and explain more, but they've changed him a little bit. I would yeah. say, for, for me, I like the scene. Uh, okay, certain things that I didn't like about the scene was... Uh, you know, oh, it's a typical truck driver, and he drops his burger. I was like, only in America will this happen. <laughs> and he's like trying to reach, reach for the burger, right? Uh, then you know, okay, cool. I thought like it was a bit weird with the. I like, I like the interaction between the two as they, as they, they see each other. Uh, you know, whether or not 
he was like applying for a job at a doggy daycare or, or whatnot. That was a bit weird for me. Uh, but I liked how he, how they kept looking at each other. Yeah, um, connection. I, I did laugh when I saw the hot dog, and to be honest, I just thought at that at that very point in time, I it was like I laughed, my girlfriend didn't, and I I didn't know if she'd seen it, like you know, like so like you, like where are they going with this kind of hot dog kind of thing? Yeah, because I was just like that's just so freaking random, but random, kind yeah. of funny. Like I was like, but it's kind of funny, like you know, just like. Through like as 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 Iris is flying, like oh, I'll grab that hot dog and put it in my pocket. To and I was like, okay, I guess this is to establish him as a funny kind of character. Yeah. Uh, but then they tied it back to the treat with the with the dogs. Yeah. Uh, I guess the one thing I would think of when you're talking about the films is just like, I don't know if that scene was necessary. I think like you could have gotten, you could have just gone with like him and his father in the prison. Uh, and that would have been that would have been enough. But again, I think a lot of this stuff was filmed, and maybe Zach was just like, you know what, uh, this is the director's cut. It was shot, and it's a good scene. Oh, it's something else. I'm gonna throw it in. Uh, but yeah, I did laugh at the hot dog. <laughs> so, yeah, that threw me off as well. That threw me off as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If I, yeah, if I find that meme, I, it was on Geek of Steel's page, and I was cracking up because, again, of course, there's someone who just pull it in her mouth, and I'm like, that's hilarious. But um, I agree with you. If there was, if there were the cut down scenes and whatnot, this one I don't think would have been as necessary. The intro yeah. scene, but it was great to just see that his Snyder's vision of his Billy. abilities. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, you know? yeah. and then we get yeah. we get to see more of that more of that later. Also, no. reason one reason that could also as again, if you were if you were to look at it from a post production perspective and say, look, uh, I need to cut something out to fit a duration, uh, you could already see repetition. So, cyborg, uh, cyborg and his family got hit by a car, right? Therefore, to throw in another car scene, uh, you know, like where someone gets hit by a truck again, uh, it, it, again, it's. You're, they're two of the same shots. One is just more beautified, while one is very quick, uh, and and to to establish like uh, tragedy, right, in, in your story. Mm. So from a from a standpoint where you you're forced to to, to cut something out, uh, you're more likely to say, okay, you know, this could still go into the film, but like the Flashpoint film, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. Right, no, yeah. Yeah. Got it. Cool. Uh, and then, yeah, Kibbs, you were moving on to when they first get together, right? Because um, so uh, Diana's already met um, Cyborg and kind of yeah. give him that inspiration and whatnot, and they show up. Uh, one thing that I thought was I was thinking about as well, just I, I don't know how this works. You know, when Commissioner Gordon puts out the bat sign, I wonder how long he has to wait till Batman came. Because Batman, when he saw that, when they saw that, he wasn't dressed. They were at some airport. Like, did he stand there for hours? Like, where is this mother? Like. <laughs> I'm waiting. <laughs> I need to speak to this fool. Um, anyway, that was just something that came to my mind. I wonder how long he waits for him before he gives I mean, up. It's funny how our minds wander like elsewhere while we're watching it. <laughs> it's like, dude, I was waiting for three hours. Where was you? It's like, man, I was kicking some ass, man. Can't be calling every time you, you put the sign up. Um, but yeah, no, move on, can't Kibbs? No, yeah. cool. so this was the, the big battle scene they had in uh, Gotham Harbor. Uh, just trying to work out. Yeah, so this is the battle scene they had in Gotham Harbor. Again, loads of scenes were changed in that as well. 
well, we've got the original stuff that was supposed to be in there. Uh, and it's the first time we get to see Flash's powers more. You know, he in the Josh Whedon cut, you had the part where he was more of a, I don't know, he didn't do nothing. He he was scared. He was scared, yeah. Where, and I don't... He was a bit scared. It was his first battle, but he showed oh, his power what he can do. This, this is the Flash or... or Flash, this or... Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. We've, I felt like we got more from it, basically. Yeah, cause in the other one, I do like I do like Josh Whedon's one when he was scared and Batman just said, just save one person. I did like that. That was a bit, you know, inspirational for him to, like, just save one person. But I agree. He was just so scared in that one. And in this one, it was just like, I think he, he's still afraid, but he's he knows he's got responsibilities, if that makes sense. I think he, he he's already recognised that I'm with this team and I've got certain responsibilities. He just doesn't know... Like he's not strategic. He doesn't know what to do basically with them, uh, with his powers and how he kind of fits in and everything. Uh, where the others, like they're all warriors except Cyborg, but I think Cyborg's got his own self-defense mechanism. But the rest of them know how to fight, um, and they they understand battle where he doesn't. But I did notice one thing, and 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 Step with Steppenwolf and um, Wonder Woman, he 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 gets her a lot. Like every time he sees her, he keeps getting her about. You know the, the Amazonian that went away from your family, and I slaughtered your family, and all it. He 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 gets at her a few times, I and every time he sees her, he mentions that. Does he tries to get her emotionally um, yeah. every time they they meet? It it definitely adds more to Steppenwolf's character as well, right? Um, I mean, because you know he started out in Themyscira, uh, so even in the end when yeah, he says, you know, like when he says, like you know, let, like he's like, let me ask you this: Why would you? Why would you leave your your own sisters uh, to kind of be with 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 these people? All right. Uh, so I, I I think it, I think it's good that he he has that that thing that that kind of connection more with Wonder Woman, um, and, and it it also gives a opportunity for Wonder Woman to kind of uh, stand out as the superheroine she is, right? Because um, yeah. I mean, to be honest, it's like. You look at Batman, like Batman, yeah, he's putting together the team, but it, it's almost like Wonder Woman. She's She's got all the knowledge uh, uh, throughout history, uh, but at the same time, she she's almost like the, the, like, like, how, how would you say it? Like the, the leader on ground, like, you know, she leads the team when, when it comes to like uh, being, being out in the field, mm. right? You're right, because she could be she could be seen almost like Cap in regards to like she understands war and battle. So strategically, yeah. you should go here, you go there. I know Batman seem like Batman put all those plans together, but I see where you're see it saying from that part side. Yeah. Like she, I feel yeah. like she could be more. She she was kind of established a little bit like the battle st- strategic strategic person. Like you know what I mean, yeah. but. Yeah. It, I, 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 they could be more of that for her, I reckon, because that's a good point. She's the one that understands war and battle and, you know, all that stuff more than anyone, really. Um, yeah. But, yeah. yeah, no, I, I, yeah, that's a good point. No, yeah. I, so that, that, that was much more, I feel like it was a much more full-on battle scene. And we got, you know, originally in the trailer, we got Cyborg that took over the actual the Nightcrawler. We, we didn't get mm. that, the in the the version that came out with josh whedon so we got that in this one and you know them you know them coming together and then moving on to the change machine which is where they talk more about the mother box and yeah you basically see uh cyborg flight you see flash 
save some people. Cyborg and his dad, and his dad goes, go. He goes. That yeah. scene would flash. Sorry to cut you though. That scene would flash. I, I think that really expressed. I haven't seen the interview with Zack Snyder, but when you mentioned that Snyder had a certain vision on how he mm. wanted Flash's powers, do you remember that scene when the rocks were falling and all those people, and he, you could just—it's like he's teleporting and moving them. That was exactly a wicked yeah. scene. No, yeah, be good. So Cyborg goes gets the mother box saying that he's got it, and then they go back to Bruce Wayne's place. So I felt like here with the Flash, like I I I love all the Flash moments, but at the same time, like I'm I'll be a little uh, critical here, um, where you know when they were trying to get, for example, um, get the hostages out, right? Yeah, uh, you see, like okay, cool, you're starting to see some. Um, like some footage of uh, Ezra Miller moving really fast, right? Yeah. But at this point, this is where I think uh, Cyborg was it Cyborg or was it Batman that basically said, you know, get get everyone out, right? So mm. you kind of mm. see him moving fast up and down the stairs to kind of see whether or not people are moving up the stairs, yes. like 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 at a good speed, at a good rate. Rather than the Flash just grabbing them all and and taking them out, do you That's know what right. I mean? That's right. right? Mm. Uh, that to me, from a from a visual uh, perspective, like uh, direction, that's probably where I would I would have gone. Like, okay, uh, you could really show more of the Flash here. I get I get the whole reason why. It, it, I mean, it's already been filmed, but it would have been nice uh, to see moments like that where the Flash was just kind of he he did come in with a lot more confidence. Uh, yeah. But it was almost like he was he was still supporting. Uh, like for example, when R Wonder Woman is like going to grab jumps to grab her sword, like it takes the push of the sword. So he supports. It's like he supports his team, right? Yeah. So yeah. In, in in the in the stairwell, uh, it was almost like he's supporting the the hostages to, to rather than just say like okay, get them out quick. Uh, and that would have been a real cool moment where you could have. Like moved from a lot of your, the slow motion technique uh, to like a you know like fast uh, yeah, and, really. and kind of quick. Um, yeah, but, but I, yeah. I, I guess that scene because it gave that scene with Cyborg and his dad right at the end of that as well. So maybe yeah. he kept it in there or, or didn't do that just because he can give that scene. Otherwise, it would have been like Cyborg, you go fight, and yeah. I, I'll save them or whatnot. But at the end of that scene, I feel it was the first time his dad saw him like he saved his dad so there was almost like oh you do care for me because he was i think he said like you came for me and whatnot and he's like you're my dad so there was that moment of like oh man my son yeah. even though he showed his hate me the whole time he's here for me sort of thing and yeah, he's yeah. with the freaking justice league he's with batman and one yeah. so i i think i i didn't know how else they could show that i mean obviously there's other ways but um it no, gave that, that scene i guess yeah no that that that's very pivotal as well because you would see you know, when they talk about, um, you know, that they've got to work as a team, it's all it's also a group of them coming together for the first time. Right. And then so what you see is like as Cyborg deals with his emotions, he does see his father and he jumps in immediately. Right. In which then like that, that exchange happens of what you're talking about. And then Wonder Woman's forced to jump in, uh, you know, to, to kind of, you know, give a helping hand. But then the Flash is saying, like, guys, this isn't working together. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
and 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 basically you see them all it, it's almost like them learning for the first time like one like about the, the their enemy uh but two about themselves as a team uh and that and then when it leads on to uh the entry of aquaman uh you know then then that was kind of cool um no, and yeah, Night, Nightcrawler was cool. I like Nightcrawler. Uh, Nightcrawler was good as well. I'm I'm glad they put that scene back in as well. And yeah. this movie really showed these lot coming together like a team. And and it's one thing that I we didn't kind of get in the Josh Whedon version. I felt like because the movie was kind of scattered, where where this one you get to see them, you know, each of them have a part to play. Yeah. And they work really. You know, you you see that at the end, their teamwork is absolutely. Like it came together so well. It was basically like a football team doing that. Everybody was in the right positions and everybody was doing the right things. And the team bonded really well. And I, I love the fact that from that, it moved on to the decision making of, I think it's part four, which, which they call the change machine when they talk more about the box. Yeah. Uh, this is the, their scene in the, is this the first time they meet Alfred, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the first time yeah. they meet Alfred, and they, they they talk about the box, or is that after? That might be after. Uh, I think it's uh, after after when they meet. He takes them to the Batcave at the end, yeah. doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. Yes, after after they get Superman back, then they go back and they meet Alfred. So this so, is before that. This is so yes, this, they haven't met Alfred yet. And this conversation was much better, so much more better. It. it yeah. It gave us history. It gave us them understanding. They gave us them making a decision as a team. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Bruce, like, if you if yeah. you hear the way Bruce talks, um, he he says there's there's there was five of them. He goes, no, there's, there's six, not five. We need him apart. It's like he yeah. like his leadership in regards to that goal was just like he made that decision. He made the decision. He's like, no, we're not thinking about this. This is the decision we have to take. But also it explains how the mother box could bring him yeah. back alive. Yeah. You know how from, they were talking about how from ashes, it's still a particle and the mother box can bring the particles back together. So at least it explained that how they figured that out or how Cyborg helped them figure out it can bring Superman back. That scene did bring a, I don't know if, if you guys felt it, but that brought a tear to my eye. I, I saw it. And uh, then he does the projection from his hologram system, and I was like, oh my. One, one so thing awesome. that yeah. I, I like, uh, G, when you talk about Bruce, is that I guess in this film as well, you know, you you do see a different side to, to Bruce Wayne. Also, it's very different in the, in the Whedon cut. Uh, mm. I remember I remember in the, in the Whedon cut, I didn't like that uh, in the end scene. Uh, it was almost like, I felt like, they made Bruce Wayne like this, a guy who feels like he had failed and like he's going to sacrifice his life for the team, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I, I remember just going like, oh man, like no, right? Uh, but in this one, you know, he was a guy who was operating, he was no longer cynical, he was no longer like thinking just analytically or, or like strategically, he even states he was like operating off of faith. Uh, you could kind of see where like, for example, um, even in the end scenes when he meets someone like Vision, uh, you know, it, it, just the facial just the facial expressions you would get from uh, Batfleck yeah. at that point was it was more of like uh, 
or like not like not Batfleck, let's say Bruce Wayne, uh, was more of a, a a guy who who was you know not just trying to redeem himself uh, from the the Batman and Superman, but also a guy who 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 was putting together a team, and 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 that meant like he had to operate differently, uh, and and also become a bit bit more uh, what's the word uh, uh, like. Uh, vulnerable to yeah. showing uh, like kind of some form of emotion in a way, right? Uh, at, which is very different to, to the Batman character. Uh, but then seeing like, for example, in the very final epilogue with the Joker, like, you know, that dialogue about, you know, what does he know about love? But then the Joker says like, you know, well, actually he knows quite a lot. Uh, so you, you could see, you could see like as, as Bruce Wayne, you know, even he says, like, when he introduces uh, the, the, the team to Alfred, uh, he says, this is Alfred, I work for him, right? <laughs> Do you get what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Uh, so There's I, a lot I, like, of development on it. Yeah. For Bruce's character, I thought it was really, really good. Very, um, very, very important. They gave, he got his redemption back in this movie, man. So and that's it did, man. Yeah. The amount of hate that guy got was ridiculous, bro. This movie brought him back. Yeah. I think Ben Affleck done more acting as Bruce. We saw more Bruce Wayne and Ben Affleck's yeah. acting in this than we did see just Batman, yeah. um, which yeah. I think, you know. So, yeah, but that was a great, again, a great pivotal scene. And they explained things a lot more on how they can bring Superman back and a bit more on the motherboard and how Cyborg's connected and no how the humans find him. There's just a lot more explained to it, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. But that leads on to the next scene. Right, which is when they do do the revi reviving Superman, and this touches on. Um, I think this was a great scene for um, two reasons. Right, one, the flashback, um, the, the, the 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 premonition that Thing sees, Cyborg sees, and two, Flash. We start seeing a development on Flash's powers uh, yeah. when he talks about, oh, if I go too fast, something to do with the Speed Force, blah blah blah. Um, but I thought that was that was. I thought the vision was sick in his head. That's when we see the Omega, Omega Beam. So yeah. is, is that the is that yeah yeah so that, that's basically so they go back to 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 bring uh, Superman alive. I think this part is called all the King's heroes. Yeah, when yeah. they come together and yeah, that's where he has the vision and they explain it a bit more of how it's going to work basically and they explain again Flash's powers a bit more. But as soon as Cyborg connects to the Kryptonian machine, yeah, that's where he gets that little premonition of what's to come. And that's where we yeah. get. And then, so this is this is what I was saying right at the beginning. Is like uh, as soon as they're in that that little uh, bathtub or pool or whatnot, uh, that's when the machine basically states like, "There's no coming back from this, and that uh, the future is now set in, in present time, or, yeah. or like or, or like set with the present time, that's meaning right. that." that it can no longer change. And, and so that, that leads on to something which I was saying at the beginning could be potentially very interesting for the entire DC universe because whatever came out prior uh, could now actually mold and shape and you would have an excuse to say, well, ever since this took place in Schneider's cut, it had altered uh, certain certain characters and mm. their accents or <laughs> or what <laughs> or, or what not right <laughs> no of course of course I feel like it was crucial to have that scene in there you get to see what Superman becomes and what we're waiting to see again Darkseid doing the the Omega Beam I suppose that freaked everybody out 
so sick. So good. No, in yeah. that scene, you get to but, see Kilowog as well, which is another Green Lantern. Yeah. He was in the one, the Green Lantern movie, right? Yeah. With, yeah. I don't think it's the I same. Mean, yeah. But yeah. Uh, it, the Kilowog was there, it was all drained out, and then you see Aquaman stuff and Batman's thing he's holding, so the cowl he's holding. But uh, this is them reviving back Superman. Flash does his little, his 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 speed glide, and yeah. he turns he back time a little bit. I really love yeah. that shot when Superman's eye like just turns uh, and and is in in alignment with the Flash. Uh, it, it was in the theatrical release too, but I, I remember seeing it and just going like, "Oh snap, that's that's all." <laughs> that was sick. But just just to, just to go back a bit, you know, the photo of of, of Jonathan Kent, you know, because uh, it was going in the water, and when Flash was doing his run, you see it go back up, so you just see yeah. the element of how fast he was going, and he actually yeah. that. he was he was reversing time a little bit, uh, yeah. So yeah. which they built on that, right? And we'll get to that end part later, but they built on that and i think that's ultimately building to to flashpoint but yeah again great scene and then go straight into that to the epic battle yeah uh, with the awesome. team really good a much better fight scene and had more yeah. meaning to it as well yeah and and, and it was also interesting where because i was watching um i was watching the podcast with uh um what you call it with uh uh silent bob Kevin, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, basically, uh, he was also talking about the scene where it was interestingly uh, altered uh, from the from the theatrical version, where uh, when Superman uh, basically was about to kind of like you know kill uh, Batman, mm. uh, you know, in in the previous one, uh, it was like Lewis entering the scene was Batman's plan all along. Yeah. Uh, where in this one, uh, it wasn't part of his plan. Like you know, and to be honest, I prefer the Schneider cut version because then that also shows again more as to like how Batman, you know, because Batman always wins, right? Uh, in this particular case, there was a moment where like actually, if Lewis Lane didn't appear, like you know, Batman wouldn't have won, right? Exactly. Exactly. You know I mean? So. Uh, it gave more because that was the opening scene of her going in there. So that already planted the scene of yeah. Lois going to. She was always going there anyway. So yeah, it was. Uh, they they it was planted much better. It wasn't just yeah. Bruce just bringing her there for no reason. Uh, yeah. yeah, and it touches on something after you know. Um, you remember Batman vs Superman when Flash he, he sees Bruce Wayne and he says Lois is the key. I, I yeah. think. Again, the scene after the fights and whatnot, Bruce mentions that, and he, Wonder Woman mentions that. Oh yeah, no, he, she's the key to Superman. Uh, but he's already like, no, but there's something else. I think it's something else darker. And I think that touches on that a little bit because he knew how much he loved her from that scene. Like, cause Superman won't. Ha- Superman would have killed Batman. There was no grabbing by the jaw and throw him and say, "Do you bleed?" and shit like that. No, he <laughs> done the laser beam and shit. Right. So. Yeah. He, I think Batman from that scene recognized, oh, Lois is the key to something darker, something else. That's right, something darker, as soon yeah. as she came, one, yeah. I think it made him realize, okay, it's Superman, because he realized it was Lois Lane. But two, I think it made him realize, well, it's, oh, okay, if something happens to this girl, I don't think he realized, realized that exactly, but he knows if it's, she's the key to something else. 
Um, so it did identify two things, I reckon, on that, that scene of Pearl walking in. Um, oh, but yeah, that was an epic battle scene. I, I have such a great scene with all of them, and it kind of expanded. I love the scene where, where Flash tackles um, Aquaman, <laughs> and at the end he just points at him, and he's like, I'm so sorry. Like, so, that was funny, man. That was awesome. They kind of, like, with, even though um, Flash, just touching them real quick, you know, in the, in the Josh Whedon one, he was literally the clown, and he made some very yeah. cheesy comments and whatnot. Even though yeah. in this one, he was still that guy, but they made him way less cheesier, and I love that yeah. about things. Right, he was positive. almost... Yeah. I almost wanted to hate him in the Whedon ones. Like, oh, you're so cringy, man. But he wasn't cringy in this one. He was just more theatrically comedy. Whereas in the Whedon one, he, he was so cringy. So I'm glad they took that cringe out away from him. No, same here. Uh, he's the kid of the league, bro. You know what I mean? He's the excited one to be with these superheroes. So I love the element that he has this excitement of being there. You know what I mean? That yeah. scene where Bruce and him meet up, you know, we, we originally saw that, but now seeing it in this format, it's like he's just a kid. You know, this is the first yeah. time he's excited to be part of... You know, the way he looks at Superman and the way he talks about Superman, like, yeah. that's how we... Yeah. Would... It's, so, it, yeah, it, exactly. it's interesting because um, outside of the cinematic universe, if you, like, when you watch, like, the animated, like, Justice League and all that kind of stuff... Uh, you know that that kind of kiddish kind of like mentality is 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 saved for characters like Kid Flash uh, right. and and like uh, who who's who's the Flash's grandson again? Uh, uh, I forget. Really, what, no. um, uh, I forget. But they a lot of them. It, it's almost like in in the cinematic universe, it's good to see like that come off in a character like Flash. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, so so that that I I do like that about uh, Ezra Ezra Miller's Flash. Um, yeah, and he's the only human one there if you think about it, right? Batman yeah. has his dark side. Superman's an alien and he's a uh, been raised by uh, a certain way. Wonder Woman's a warrior. Aquaman has got his issues. He's the only one that's really lived a normal life like us, and he seems like yeah. a bit of a loner and whatnot. So. You know, I, I can yeah. see why his character's like that. I, I'm just glad they took away the cringe. Even when they go into the Batcave and it's like, it's like a Batcave. Like, it's like, oh, God, yeah. don't talk. Like, it yeah. was so cringy, but he, yeah. they took that cringe away, which I'm I'm happy about. But they did, um, they did much more. You know, this, like, it came to a point. So in this scene, this is where Victor loses his father. Uh, yeah, that was deep. Uh, and that, uh, was, that was great in this scene. I can't, sorry, sorry to cut yeah. you, but I'm, yeah. They, they the, the mother box man in the other one they just let it go it was so basic where he was like where's the mother box and he come and took it whereas in this one at least they showed that shit the mother box let's go uh, but yeah go on kids yeah no it's much more of a this one this was much more of a sacrifice plea you know what i mean his dad became the hero because his dad knew yeah. if he can do what he did there that they can trace this so yeah it that connection but now the loss of a father you know the, re it, the revenge but it also it, it did also get me thinking um you know like if if this universe like kind of continued like whether or not the father would come back uh, in some way right i guess i'd have to I, I i don't know too much about the father in the comic books or anything right i gotta see whether or not some like there is a return because when they talk about uh the mother box and like what it does when they're talking about particles still exist all it does is just retransfer form it into in into something else right yeah. uh so could that possibly have could something have happened to 
to the father that way, right? Um, you know? Or, or you know, because he's so connected and he goes into that, that virtual reality world or whatever. Maybe yeah. there's 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 that he can always he speaks to his father in that way or something. Because his father's yeah. obviously been a scientist for all these years, and his father's logged all his 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 history and his work within the internet or whatever. So maybe yeah. Cyborg's able to kind of connect in that. Or or would have been something like you know almost like how you had uh red skull right he would have trans trans uh, tr uh like kind of uh sorry uh, uh transported sorry somewhere else that's right i worry it could have been uh, but the laser to, killed him. To, yeah to, to to apocalypse's world uh in which then he would have been like turned into some mad scientist uh and like to to work for for apocalypse that's actually uh, a good idea right uh yeah it would have been a bad guy's said it <laughs> yeah, exactly. If that ever happens, it's Dak's idea. <laughs> oh, you can use it. It's really true because you know, like you know, you you got the blip that happened in the Marvel universe. You know, the the mother box could yeah. transport you somewhere else. So, I mean, you don't know where the avenues of where they can head with this. And in the comic yeah. books, uh, Victor's dad is always still alive. Uh, he he still works for the government. So, yeah, this one it was it's a great scene with Cyborg, though. I think. It, it, again, it touched on him and his emotions and his relationship with his father, and he's he just knew more of his mission, and I think that ultimately led to the scene at the end where he he reforms that his father's message uh, yeah. on the tape to listen to that to give us that speech. Um, well, you know well, what I mean? And oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I didn't mean to yeah, no, I was just gonna say, and also I, I think you know his father's sacrifice in his life was just kind of like. He, you know, he, him seeing that, you know, my father, what he did love me as much as, you know, because yeah. he always said work came first, but it was this where it was this point where it's like, I'm like, I'm almost using my work to sacrifice my life for you to yeah. go, you know, do what you got to do sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, what I also loved was uh, not with the father, but also with uh, Cyborg and Bruce Wayne uh, was so... It, that that was the Batwing, right? Was it was it the Batwing or or what? Like, am I mistaken? The 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 ship that they were flying in. Uh, in I don't the think it was the Batwing. I think it was something else that he was working on. Yeah, well, or it could have hinted something maybe. But uh, when when Bruce said to Cyborg, like you know, like oh, you fixed it, like you fixed it or something, right? And and then he said he 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 said something along the lines of like it's been wanting to fly. Right. Uh, and then and then he and then Bruce says to him, like he says, uh, he says he says something as well, like, you know, uh, just like you. Right. Like, that's what you're meant to do. Like, like you were meant to do. Uh, so, again, the, it, it all goes like whether or not it's like it's actual flight uh, or it, it's talking about something more deep and meaningful about the character uh, and, and, and having to kind of, you know, just let go. And be just more. you know, like and and just be who you're meant to be. Exactly. Uh, Embrace you know. it. Yeah, exactly. That 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 is kind of what's cool about the, the cyborg character. No, definitely was, definitely was, because from that it goes into them going to the Batcave again and him saying, I work for Alfred, and there's that touching moment where this is the first time you you know, Aquaman's that type of guy who doesn't really care or say anything where he says, you know. Is 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 he alright? Is he okay to flash and flash? Yeah. Like, yeah, I think so. And then Flash is like, I thought you didn't care, and he was like, No, yeah. you know, you could tell that he does. Yeah, uh, like, yeah. 
in the Whedon one, I didn't like the way that that's that was the scene where they tried to turn against Cyborg. Oh, how do we not know you're working for them? And they kind of, you know, what I mean, he's like, I don't trust you. But in this one, because as soon as his dad died, the first thing that Aquaman says is like, we activated it and it killed his father. That's like, that's messed up. Like he wasn't happy about that immediately. You know what I mean? Because yeah. uh, he's obviously close with his father, right? Uh, as we see in Aquaman's movie and whatnot. So yeah, no, I thought that was a great part for Aquaman, and I think that kind of touched on his relationship with his father and the fact that he did. He did care without even saying that. I do care. Um, so that yeah. was it. I, I was good. And that was also the scene where Bruce Wayne had that talking to Diana about his premonition uh, yeah. flash. And I think that's when he's trying to figure out what is it with Lois Lane. And you yeah. know what? The, that, that was that moment where you saw all of them kind of really, they actually, this is us. This is the Justice League. Like, yeah. Not, yeah. Not each other. They look at each other and they're like, yeah, we're going to do this shit. You know what I mean? And yeah. if, uh, Cyborg's like, you know, there's a reason for me, so I'm I'm yeah. gonna do what I need to do to save this planet. So, yeah, it was them coming together, and then it's moving on to Clark, Superman, yeah, yeah, Clark, yeah, Clark. Clark in yeah. Uh, in Smallville, which is a nice scene, a much better scene. It's the non-mustache scene. Uh, he doesn't look so creepy anymore. Uh, I mean, you kind of think like that scene was fine the way it was. They didn't have to reshoot that scene again. I don't know. You mean for the Whedon, for the Whedon one? Yeah, I, I like the fact that he didn't speak once until he got there. Like, he saw Lois, he's like, oh, I, I know this person, love, whatever. Then he took her there and I was home. That was the Kent yeah, farm. Yeah. And then he spoke. And I think that's what really triggered off his, his memories. Yeah, I, I like that scene and you could just... Yeah. That's actually you know, a good that, yeah. Yeah, and I like the like when he sees his mother, that always gets me too. I get emotional when when she's like, you know, like she sees him and they see each other. She goes, yeah, he goes, yeah, it's really me and whatnot. I don't know. Those scenes get me, man. I thought that was that, that, that it was in the original one, too, I think, uh, the, the Whedon one as well. But that that was it, it, emotional. But it's great that they extended on that a little bit more just so well, clock, to get his yeah. bearings, man. He just got come back from a light from 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 he was dead, man. Like they should have expanded. I'm glad that Zack Snyder expand of course he would have expanded he's got that vision but he expanded on him getting his memory back and whatnot no of course they, it was good that they did that and then uh yeah no you know he says you know they brought me back for a reason i'm not going to mess this up a second time around so let's see what's going on and then it goes into chapter six which is part six which is called something darker and then it yeah. goes with him going to the ship yeah i love that scene Oh, I, lo yeah. I love when he's walking through and you could just hear both of his fathers oh. talking and give him that inspiration and it, it ends with before he flies like his first flight and just ends with like his father saying love them love them how we loved you and and Kent J Jonathan Kent saying fly son or whatever oh it's yeah. that scene I mean, so going good. back to you yeah. sent the line where it goes they brought me back for a reason you know you gotta imagine like of course like you know he's not gonna die again right it's yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but at the same time it's like you could also think like yeah they brought him back for a reason uh and from from a, a mother's standpoint it could have been like no i don't want to lose my son again do yeah, you know what I mean? exactly. uh but but it, obviously at this point it's like no they brought me back for a reason and it's like yeah you, like we need you otherwise like you know and if you die along the way then like sorry uh sorry uh, mrs kent <laughs> Right, second time we needed him. <laughs> yeah, could you imagine that would have been a total different film? 
it would have just yeah my mom said no my mommy said no it's <laughs> like i don't know you guys don't follow ufc or whatnot but khabib one of the greatest fighters like and the level, lightweight he, yeah, he's yeah, in yeah. his prime and he stopped fighting because his mother said yeah. no so imagine it was that like, <laughs> mom said no i can't upset her again sorry guys <laughs> mom said i can't play with you lot so <laughs> i'm indoors for now uh, but but yeah, she, that, she knows his potential. She knows that he's value knows. in the planet and whatnot. So, uh, yeah, she wouldn't let him go. But that scene always gets me because that lyric about... Because Jonathan Kent says it again and he says it in Man of Steel. And it's one of my favourite quotes. So, you were sent here for a reason. Yeah. You know, and you should go find out what that reason is. And that's like the crucial thing about all of us in general life and what we do. You know what I mean? We're always looking for that. Yeah. For that thing that we want to do or you know want to achieve so it was a, a really touching moment and then to see the black suit and seeing that gravity going crazy around him and he's like fly now son bang i was like oh. he goes to the sun <laughs> absorb that sun absorb biblical Jacob always talks about one of our other, always mate, uh, one of our other mates. He's always talking about that scene is very biblical when Superman's yeah. posing like this. Uh, great yeah. scene though, great. great scene. scene. It I just, mean, you know, it just, it's, it's, sorry, it just kind of complements Man of Steel when he first learns how to fly. It's just like yeah. bringing yeah. him back. He's back, sort of thing. It was such a great scene, dude, man. I'm not sure if you guys have been on the internet and you see his return and the amount of people crying and bare tears and everybody was really emotional and, and you know. So he deserves. He needs a man of steel, man. He deserves it. He deserves it. He needs number two. We need number two. Uh, yeah, so we like, on... it's also also just to, to quickly say, yeah. uh, outside of the just just uh, the Schneider Cut and Justice League, you know what with Henry Cable, what was kind of unfortunate was just that you know he's best like okay, Christopher Reeves, Christopher Reeves, right? But um, you know he's like Henry Cable is obviously he is Superman, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, and, you know, the whole uh, thing where he was probably no longer to be Superman, I think on one end, from a studio perspective, they, perspective, they had announced, like, that they were going to focus on uh, Supergirl, right, or something. Uh, in, I, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong here, uh, but that obviously, like, would have pushed uh, Superman and, and any kind of films, like, back a couple of years, um, you know, which which basically was the start of where, you know, like I, I believe Henry just moved on to The Witcher and, and, and all the other kind of stuff because That's right. you know, as, as an actor, he like, like it would just be a shame if he couldn't do anything else and, he, and like plus like such a, a star character uh, could, wouldn't, even, wouldn't even get any kind of screen time, right? Yeah. Uh, so it is really kind of great to, to see this in the Schneider Cut uh, and, and to basically also give uh, like Henry Cable the, the the kind of the redemption he deserves because in in the Waden one the shame was that he couldn't he like he couldn't shave his mustache because he was in another film right so they had to do like post production graphics on top so that makes like basically as an actor it makes him almost like you know, that was another blow, you know, like you're, you're Superman. Yeah, uh, you didn't and, commit and, to the part type thing. Right? Yeah. yeah, exactly. But it, it wasn't, it wasn't him not committing. It was, it was like he was committed to another part. Uh, and, you know, a lot of this stuff wouldn't probably happen if the studios were committed to ensuring that Superman could get 
the you know the stories that that uh, were deserved. Um, and, and so now it, I guess that's why it's also important when you hear like the comments from uh, Henry Cable to to congratulate uh, Zack Schneider that's as well. Of course, uh, of course, not. You know, I mean, if 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 Warner Brother, because he's a specimen, man, he looks like a superhero. Freaking yeah. chiseled to the to the to the bone. Like imagine Marvel snatch him yeah. up and say, "Hey, listen, you're going to be our Adam Warlock, or you're going to be our Sentry." Yeah. You know, imagine they snatch him up, then DC will be like, "Like you know, they'll lose, man. You can't take Henry Cavill. You need to keep him in there, but because we're not ready to let him go." But oh, Marvel yeah. was smart enough to maybe imagine that Adam Warlock as as thing. I reckon he pull up, pull it a nice blonde hair and whatnot. Shh, don't off. say that. Don't say that. We want to keep. <laughs> We want to keep him, but that's not our decision. That's one yeah. of others, man. Yeah. Studios. But yeah, M moving on, well, Gun Kids. So uh, we get to the last part where the Justice League will team up and they head towards this place. I think it was that supposed to be, is that Chaboni or, is it Chaboni or something like that? Where, uh, you, yeah, Chaboni. Yeah, now you go. I, was, I knew it. Now you've changed the word in my head. But yeah, oh, anyway, just so to really touch on that real quick, at least in the beginning, Steppenwolf kind of explained why that location was picked. Yes. There's no human beings there. It's nuclear, whatnot. I know it's a little bit, you know, man is still don't kill everyone in the city type thing, like you know, because yeah. they got got so much shit from that. But at least they explained that a little bit in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. yeah cool. And you know, Batman saying, you know, Batman taking the lead, taking the ship in there, and then going ape shit with his Batmobile. I absolutely love that scene. But just to see all of them come together, and you know, they were worrying for Batman. But what's he gonna they do? Stick to the plan. He didn't Another know. thing they did. They didn't stick to the plan because they were they cared like that, yeah. that was yeah. awesome. But you know that scene as well, like when he says uh, "stick to the plan," and they cut to the shot, and he's walking back, and you see the doors closing on them as they walk as they had just walked out. It all you also kind of see like this uh, again this transfer of like power where like Batman is human, and all of them are super human, right? Uh, but they all look up. Uh, as he's like, because the camera's looking down, right? So he's on, he's on top as it's closing, and it's like it's like almost he sent like his children out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. They look to him to say like, you know, like what about you? And he says, just stick to the plan, and you'll be okay. Uh, well, and and it's like I I I'd love to tell you guys where I'm going, but but you need to focus on that. And so that's where it was different with the the, the Whedon cut. Uh, was that where it was, Batman was more like, I've got to sacrifice myself. And then it's like, no, Batman. And then it's like, oh, no, this is not, this is <laughs> this is the way I hoped it would go. Uh, but in this particular way, like one, it was more like, regardless of what happened to Batman, you wouldn't even have to say it, like just by him saying, just stick to the plan. Like you would go, okay, whether or not Batman comes back from this or not, like you know, you're like, yeah, Batman, man. Like he knows what needs to be done, right? You don't need to say, like, point out what he's sacrificing, right? Uh, and so when all that stuff goes down, then you they cut to Wonder Woman, and Wonder Woman's like, we gotta go, right? And then and then it's just like they they move on, which was kind of it. It was a you, oh man, it was it was a good scene. You're you're right about that because they get he's like that father figure now, isn't it? And it was him yeah. let, letting his kids know, and then yeah, no, they came together. I, I love the fact that they kind of broke the plan and kind of went and helped him out, and then kind of that scene was just so much more epic. Like yeah, 
I just feel like all the action was much better. I, I know we haven't even spoke about the soundtrack, but the soundtrack by Tom uh, Junkie XL was just wow, absolutely epic and so crucial yeah. to this movie. But that last scene of them lot all coming together and beating the parademons, shooting, and the plan they had they had to do to separate the mother boxes. Yeah, they was, finally had their moment, their slow motion moment where everyone you see the Justice League all together. That was a great you know scene yeah. as well um to see that but yeah i agree this fight scene had a lot more um i feel like a lot more meaning to it than the other one did mm. uh, not just because of the action but because of backing each other up and and you know like they just just helping each other much better yeah Stop that's it. another yeah. thing they bounce off each other like, i remember like when um when they go to fight steppenwolf again um aquaman does his little thing with his with his strident that pulls out the power and then off that Cyborg does some other sonic beam or whatever. But the fact that they were working off each other like that, understanding each other's powers, is that how do I bounce off his powers or her powers and whatnot? It, again, yeah. they're learning. You're seeing how they're learning uh, to, to team even, up with each other. So Even as, again, Wonder Woman, like, recognizing that she needs to buy more time for... Like, again, it's all unspoken, right? Because they're yeah. just in sync. So she recognizes that like Cy uh, Flash, uh, Cyborg and the Flash need more time because uh, Steppenwolf is just about to, to hit Cyborg. So she takes down the bridge. That's right, uh, yeah. And then when she takes down the bridge, uh, it's, it's enough just to keep a little distance uh, or to break Cyborg uh, and Steppenwolf apart so Cyborg can, can, can yeah, she's do She's strategic like that. She's but against... So, yeah. so, sorry, I was going to say Steppenwolf, at, again, he picks on her when she comes and he, he again, he gets on her. So the, again, there's yeah. that. He, I think even Steppenwolf acknowledged that she's a warrior and yeah. with this one, I need to mentally fuck her up a little bit. I swore mm. again. So, yeah. And he, he's playing mental games with her specifically because I, I think he knows right now Superman's not around. He doesn't know. This is my yeah. biggest foe, like my biggest um, uh, problem right here. So I think he mentally yeah. tried to get her, which is why he kept on getting at her. So she'll make yeah. errors in her battle and stuff like that. And it says, it says, she says it, like, you know, you could see it in her eyes where she she believes it, but like she says lies, right? You know, so it's like, like he is getting into her head. Uh, but she, on one end, like she can't show that it's getting into her her, her head. Um, but yeah, no, I, I that was uh, a great fight scene. But I do love you, you said it in the beginning where they um, with Superman and the axe and whatnot. It was a, literally um, the scene, uh, and he was just like not impressed. And I think that was the first time we've seen him use his wind ice blow yeah. power uh, on yeah. anything. I don't think he was ever in Man of Steel. I don't think so. Uh, just, but that was great. powerful too, you know, like from from like I, I think he gave him like a knee. Did he give him a knee or something like that? Um, I think he did a kick to the face or something, yeah. Yeah, or something. But immediately you could just see the power. Uh, yeah. and, and you're just like, whoa. That's, that's the difference great. with this one, the difference in this one though, Steppenwolf was awesome. He came to fight. It was like, let's yeah. go. Like he didn't care. Whereas in the other one, he, he was so scared. I hated that, man. He was just like, oh, you're so basic. And he made Superman just yeah. look so overpowered, which he is. But yeah. it made this villain, Steppenwolf, be like, I don't care, man. Bring it. You know what I mean? I'm doing it just for a purpose. He had a much better purpose in this movie. So he was willing to sacrifice his life. He knew. But, yeah, and no, he got battered by Superman. And that was a great scene, though. 
even um, I'd say uh, Steppenwolf, like you said, like you said with Darkseid as well, right? From the earlier earlier shots of Darkseid, you could see him when he was like kind of young and almost barbaric in a way, right? Uh, towards like now almost like a war general who's like been through like you know been through the ages of conquering worlds and stuff right and he's really entered like a a particular like he's just aged uh right uh and and when you look at uh whedon's cut of steppenwolf was was, it's just basic uh and then you look at the the version you see now it's it's insane and again you draw correlation to uh, let's say Ares in in Wonder Woman, right? Like the characters there, like they almost or the villains almost lacked depth, right? From a from from a, from a CGI like or like special effects per perspective, right? They almost it almost like don't get me wrong, I also loved Wonder Woman, right? The sequel, uh, I don't know, but uh, the the original uh, Wonder Woman I loved, uh, yeah. but pointing with the villains. Uh, they they almost it, it just from a special effects standpoint it almost felt like they were rushed uh, but you know in in the Snyder cut with Steppenwolf uh, and then also and again I think this also has to do with testing the market right of course. Uh, which is why you would get the original kind of uh, kind of cuts just released to see what people would say you get that off of certain things like uh, Sonic the Hedgehog right yeah. they tested the market with sonic there everyone said that sonic looked like ugly as as hell uh and then they went back into post uh, post production and, and right. made it a lot better so you have this ability to test the market in which case uh you know the Whedon cut was a prime example <laughs> of of like you know take a look at all right what went wrong here uh, and then for a director to come in and be like, you know, like, you know, whether or not, because again, I, I think I read an article here where uh, Zach stated that his guess would have been that the reason why Steppenwolf looks so basic in the previous one uh, would, would have been like a studio call uh, to make it look a little lighter and, and a, a little less scarier. Uh, whereas in, in this particular case, um, you know, Zach had all the power, right? And, and, and as the director, even so much so that I believe uh, there were there were decisions to potentially cut out the Green Lantern scenes, but uh, Zach again threatened to walk. Mm. Again, I, I think it's just stuff to read. Um, and and in that case, shows that the guy had the power, and and based off of testing markets and and like seeing. Seeing like uh, you, knowing you have the power, seeing what people like, and not uh, to really go in and, and really make these villains look look. You know, again, it's CGI. But uh, again, like if you were to ask me if I ever thought I would ever see a dark side come go into cinema, uh, I would have said no. And yeah. now I've seen it. So yeah, <laughs> I think I, I think um, Kevin Smith said. That, that you see the scene where Superman goes to see Alfred. Um, yeah. Originally, I think Zack Snyder wanted that to be Green Lantern, but the studios cut that off from the beginning, so he never even made that scene. Um, yeah. So I, I think that's what he said. But yeah, no, I mean, um, I was going to say something about Darkseid, uh, and, and, and I know and I know Thanos came out originally in the comics 
uh, after Dark Side, so he was a kind of put. But in regards to the movies, it does remind me of Infinity War Thanos, who was just yeah. he's already gone through the battles. He knows what he's looking. He was just very calm, relaxed, and yeah. he just knew his motive. Yeah. Whereas in Endgame's Thanos, that was the one that was the guy that was full in battle, and he was the harder fighter and whatnot. Yeah. So it, right. I think it, it always those characters always represent uh, like a general. When it comes yeah. to the end, they they know I've been through war, I've been through the battle, I've done the hard work. I know yeah. I, I don't have to be an angry guy no more. I could just be calm and see things properly. But yeah, um, also like you said, like what's interesting about that as well is even when Steppenwolf fails, it's almost as if Dark Side Dark Side's not faced by it. You know, you would probably like want like like. You know, an inexperienced dark side would have been like, no, right? But in this one, he's, he just crushes the head and just says, yeah, Fine, that's, we'll just, that's just like, right? that was, sorry, I, you see everybody together and then you yeah. see the head chop and then you're like, oh my God. Love that yeah. scene. That was so awesome. Yeah. Just, uh, sorry, sorry to make the comparison again, but just like when in Infinity War, when, when Scarlet Witch blows the, Infinity, the Vision's head off or whatever, the stone, Thanos yeah. didn't panic. Like he was just so, you know, that is a perfect for him to seem to go no, but he didn't panic. Like it was that experience <laughs> yeah. and whatnot. But yeah, no, I I agree that when they yeah. chopped off his head again, pure violence. Because if you notice, there's blood on her sword that comes off. Yeah. But that was an epic scene, and the way he just crushed it, it was just like this is but a it, guy. It, but it it wasn't it, again, not just her. It was also like they all Justice yeah. League all had a part to play in killing killing yeah. uh, freaking like good tag team. Yeah, like, so, like, brilliant. Like Aquaman, like piercing him, and then freaking Superman just launching him, and then fucking slice. Yeah, uh, that, it, it worked out really well, and Zach's really good at at, at really bringing that vision out. Uh, but just after that, we get the scene where Flash was supposed to help out Cyborg to get some power so that they can separate the boxes. But in the process, uh, he gets winded. He gets shot by one of the aliens. Yeah, uh, sorry, one of the parademons, and you know this is the most epic scene I suppose all of us yeah. have experienced, and it grabbed us because of nostalgia, uh, uh, the 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 powers that he had, uh, what he had on the line as well, and his responsibilities, and you know the Speed Force. We get to see Zack Snyder's version of the Speed Force as well, and it was for me like I I initially saw it as a tribute to Christopher Reeve's Superman because. In the original Superman movie, he turns the world round to go backwards to save Lois. Yeah. This was, you know, to save the world. He yeah, yeah. That so soundtrack, everything again, it just it just placed it all together so well. It made it it made that seem more meaningful. And when I saw it, I was like, how the F did they cut this out? It gave yeah, the whole exactly. battle scene so much more meat to the bone, like Exactly. Yeah. That was his purpose was, in the movie, though. Like that, if the, you think about it, so, so, sorry to cut you, bro. I, I was just gonna say that was that 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 kind of cemented Flash's purpose on this team. Like this is why we need. I mean, obviously they didn't know his power, but that showed it. Do you know what I mean? Like because everyone had their purpose. Yeah. With Flash, you were saying he was supporting everyone in the beginning. And that's what it looked yeah. like, right? Yeah. This was his purpose. Yeah, exactly, yeah. and and it yeah. and it also just kind of showed the evolution of his powers. And when he gets a Flashpoint uh, movie, you know, we don't have to talk about him going back in time. He already knows he can do it. That's just taking yeah. it to another level. So yeah. 
Yeah, no, that, I, I, such a brilliant scene. I don't know how they cut that out, man. It was freaking and crazy, but beautifully that, done. That, that was like the, from the lines where, like, from his father, like, in terms of like, well, talking to his father to be like, you know, I, I am, I, I'm, I'm, I'm one of the, I, I am the, I'm with the best, right? Yeah. Uh, and then towards like making like his own future, uh, but then more importantly, it's it's uh, what was it? Like the the line is something like the, the time is now or something. Time is now. I can do this. Yeah, uh, it's one yeah, move. Let's do this. And uh, yeah, and absolutely and awesome. I like that they 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 did pull to that wide shot, so it was like you could see like him like ahead of everything. Yeah. And, and and just yeah. like trailing through, that was that was really cool. I, I do think real quick as well. I, there was a great character development at that very moment when he knew what the, was at stake. Because remember the first battle they had, he got shot in his leg, and they really em- he really emphasized on how much it hurt him. Like he just I've never been hit before, that type of thing, right? So he yeah. was really like, and Batman had to carry him. Whereas in this one, where he saw what was on what was on the line, which is the whole world, he was just like heal, heal, heal. And then he, he did it. You know what I mean? So that was just like a, a development. Because like, he got shot worse. And he, yeah. and he, and he overcame and adversity. So I think, I think here, um, and I don't know if, we dis- if this is what you guys meant before, but it, it's also, I think Flash knows, like he knows he can already go back in time. This is what I think. I think that's what happened in the first the first thing where he was able to pull back a bit which is why you could talk about the photo going up and all that he knows like he and and he understands like the ramifications of messing with time uh but this time round when the time like you know the time is now kind of like he realizes at this point because he got hurt again right and he's like oh i got to i've got to heal i've got to heal right like it's like it's this moment where it's like it wasn't his fault. It just happened, right? Yes. Uh, and like, and and at that point, it's like he's now like, and then he was too late, right? It, or it was too late. But in that split, split moment from healing, like he was even saying, I think at that point, he was saying like, you know, I've just got to run faster than the speed of light, you mm-hmm. know, like, you know, like, like he, I think he knew like it was going to alter like time. whatever, yeah, time. Yeah. Uh, but it was a, a decision he would make at that very point in time uh, to be like, it's better than the world ending right now. Do you exactly. know what I mean? Exactly. Uh, and, and so, like, and so he makes that choice, uh, you know. And you know, again, it, it was just perfect timing and a good way for the story to kind of go like, ah, yes, they failed, right? Oh no, wait, like. You know, yeah, flash, exactly. like the, flash, the flash can change it all. But, you know, and then in the epilogue, we see, like, again, from Cyborg to Flash to Visions of the Future uh, to Injustice, uh, all that kind of stuff. Like, I mean, it's like, again, that goes back to the spaceship and, and, and saying that, you know, that that future is now set. That's so, exactly one, so. One of the things about, like, you know, altering time is, like, you know, the, the greatest question about time travel is can you really change the past? Like, how do you know that you moving, like, changing the past is not the future of you trying to stop something exactly. that that's happening already, right? So, every, like, whatever you've altered, like, everything that happens is is basically going to continue to roll out. 
roll based out. on exactly. that. Based on that. that. Oh, mad. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. mad. Absolutely mad. That's so... Oh, yeah. time travel, man. It's, it's, it's mind-boggling, but yeah, that is absolutely mad. Absolutely mad. It's got me thinking now. Uh, yeah. So we we move on with a great scene of everything coming back together again. You even see Superman and everybody's brain and skull coming back together again. Zach's always yeah. good at visuals like that. Uh, it moves on to them looking at Apocalypse and saying, you know, the Justice League is here on Earth to protect it. We didn't touch on it before, but uh, there was a scene where one of the boxes show Vision to Steppenwolf that the anti-life matter is here. Uh, yeah. And it's what Dark Side oh, yes, is actually yeah. looking for. And then the portal closes with his head coming through, getting crushed, and the other guy telling him, I knew he was going to fail. And then, you know, you got Apocalypse, uh, sorry, you got Dark, Dark Side saying, you know, we're going to do this the old way. Let's form the Armadas. And yeah. he starts walking on down his, uh, his hallway with all his parademons, and then it moves to everybody else's kind of scenes of. We just saved the world, and it and it continues. Uh, but we're gonna. I'm actually short for time, guys, and I, I've got to run off quickly. Well, not quickly. Yeah. We're gonna talk about the epilogue, uh, which is the scene that I think everybody's talking about. You know, the yeah. night scene, and yeah, damn that. You know, you just want to see that as a whole movie. Like, yeah. I want to see 100 happening. You know what I mean? So great chemistry between, you know, they brought back Joker. They brought back uh, Death. First Stro- time we see that Batman and Joker have their moment. Yeah. These, the two, these two guys put brilliant. together the same screen. Redemption so. for Joe, Joe Little, man. Yeah. That was yeah. brilliant. Even it was, even it was like a five minute scene or whatever. It was redemption for him. Um, yeah. We did just real quick before that, there was the Lex Luthor scene and mm-hmm. the Death Shot scene. Yes. And that would have set up the Batman movie because he finally he told him. In this one, yeah. Batman is Ben Affleck, um, Ben Affleck, sorry, Bruce Wayne. Um, yeah. So at least that would have set up that movie, which would have been great. But yeah, on that, that I agree with you, man. That whole nightmare movie um, thing, uh, scene can be a whole, I want to see a whole movie on that. I want to see that, yeah. man. But that Joker and Batman scene was awesome. Um, Joker, again, touching on what you said earlier about Joker talking to him about what he does know about love. Because Joker knows him better than anyone, really. So he's like, yeah. he really does know about love. And then he kind of made that comment about Robin, right? You send yeah, yeah. a boy to do a man's job type thing. And then I think that goes back to Batman versus Superman, where Batman's so ruthless and he's killing people and whatnot. And this is why he's killing people. This guy's brought him to a point where... He is doing it, but I think for Jared Little, that's a great, bro. That representation of Joker it completely changed, um, yeah. greatly done, and it was great to see those two just have but their so, moment. So, okay, if we what, see anything more. Here, here, here are some things I want to just kind of quickly uh, talk about, and then going about going about these altered futures, right? Yeah. So, in David, in David Ayer's uh, Suicide Squad. Right, Joker is obviously uh, tattooed up and and it's all messed up. Right, uh, you know he's he's just he's just you know the joke the the Joker which the whole world was just laughing at. Right, uh, you know which was unfortunate. Uh, again, like I would be interested to see a David Iyer uh, director's cut uh, um, that included all the Joker footage. But then you look at the Joker here and how the jerk joke. Do you guys know understand like where in the timeline those are are? Because for example, if you were to go, well, then how how does the Joker look one way with here, but in the other one he's all tatted up, right? Mm. Like what happened? Are those fake tattoos? Like, and and we don't want a Joker that wears fake tattoos. That's just 
that wouldn't be cool, right? Uh, so then this, 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 like again, I don't know, but if 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 Suicide Squad took place after uh, Justice League, I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure. Uh, then then things like an altered timeline would explain why that Joker would look different. Do you, yeah. do you get what I? Mean? Um, so yeah, again, I I, I it do. It sounds love like my, yeah. That's a good point. I mean, because this is a nightmare, but this nightmare seems like it's a reality, right? That's become yeah. true. So, but it, it so it does seem like it would happen after. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't think suicide. I'm not. I'm trying to think, but I even know. I don't even know where Suicide Squad will fit anyway into this universe. Because, really. There's, there's a couple of things, right? Joker. The Joker conversation. Batman does come back uh, and then hits the Joker with a needle to the heart, saying that when Harley Quinn was dying in his arms, right. Uh, that uh, she asked that he would kill the Joker slowly, right? Uh, and he was like, oh, you almost got me there, Batman. Mm. So this kind of goes like, okay, well, would they do something like this uh, or, or hint or tease something like this in, in um, James Gunn's Suicide Squad, right? Or would that scene have been in something like Suicide Squad uh, with David Iyer? Uh uh, do you know what I mean? And, and like, because we know that that Joker is is uh, Margot Robbie's Joker, right? Mm. Uh, Jared Leto. Uh, but then again, we also understand that uh, regardless of the anti-life or anti-matter, uh, DC is very into uh, old, like multi like they've been into the multiverse uh, like since forever. Right. So again, the nightmare scene and this just Zack Schneider's Justice Justice League is is its own Justice League. Do you know what I mean? And and well, deserves it, it its would be place. It's just yeah. it would be its own thing. So I think yeah. it's not something that they're gonna like kind of. Well, I don't know. We, we the thing yeah. is we don't know now because of what how this has become now. So because you oh. would have you would also have like okay you have uh what's his name uh. Uh, the one that's doing the new Batman, um, Robert Pattinson. Yeah, the director, uh, Matt, Reeves. Matt Reeves. Sorry. Yeah. So you'll have Matt Reeves' universe. You'll have, like you'll have all these like. This is what's exciting about DC right now, uh, is you can get away with it all. Like that's Ezra what? Miller. Ezra Miller was in was in the Flash uh, TV series, right? Yeah. Like he made an appearance there. So like the expansion and, and the ability to, to just let people run with it uh, and, and, and expand the universe and tell the, tell the multiverse, uh, everything from injustice, right? Because there's a world where, where Lewis Lane doesn't die and, that, and Superman is Superman and that Superman is Christopher Reeves, right? That's you know what I mean? Uh, there's a world where Superman as, does kill, yeah. right? Or, or like, you know, and, or like in this particular case, did, did Henry Cable kill someone in Man of Steel? I think he did, right? Well, he killed Zod, didn't it? Zod, yeah. Killed yeah, Zod. Yeah, so he, so he yeah. kills, right? So in like this is this is a universe that allows like the Justice League to spike Steppenwolf and chop off his head, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> you know I mean? Ezra, Ezra, Ezra Miller's Flash could be if they wanted to do the link between all the movies because he just goes into the different multiverses yeah. and and um, you know he could be a part of. Uh, yeah. Robert Patterson's Batman and whatnot if, if they needed him. You know what I mean? I, I'm just saying he could be that link 
if they wanted to. But they, I, I, if the studios wanted to, they could just let Snyder have his um, his his universe and just bring yeah. out the new universes as well. Like you don't need to just do what Marvel did and just keep it consistent. Just have two different yeah. universes. You could tell multiple different stories. Superman can yeah. someone could die in one of them but be alive in the other one. Like why not? Yeah. Why the hell not? And it, it works because the Flash, all he needs to do is go back. In the Flashpoint par- paradox, it's like a reset anyway, right? No. Uh, and, and it messes with the timeline. The thing is, like, Injustice, the story, is also based off of, uh, um, you know, like, like, a, like, multi, again, a, a parallel universe, right? Um, and, and so in, in the end, you have, I don't know, I just, I, I, I love it. The nightmare scene is, it, it, it hints it hints the the larger story of uh, the injustice story, um, you know, in, in a world where Superman does turn bad, uh, and and then the Flashpoint uh, will, I'm guarantee, is going to show the world where uh, Bruce Wayne died and his father became the Batman and 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 runs around like guns and shoots people. Right? <laughs> I can't wait. Like, for that. There's so, that... so much potential and there's so many stories they can come off this movie if they wanted to take it from different Flash movies, Batman, Green Lantern, whatever. Um, there's yeah. there's potential or like as we said, like we said that nightmare scene itself being yeah. a, a a movie in itself that everyone wants to see. I mean, who doesn't yeah. want to see that stuff? So they got they got this movie has got so much directions it could take. And you could just build so many different stories from it if they wanted to. Yeah, I, I just want to see, to be honest, like I just want to see a redemption for Green Lantern um, because he he like whether or not uh, it's uh, it's Hal Jordan or it's uh, uh, yeah Rod like uh, sorry I was gonna say Rod Stewart <laughs> John Stewart uh, or you know who's the other the redhead. Uh, guy, I forget his name. Gal, uh, Guy, Guy Gardner. I, yeah. Although I don't want a Guy Gardner. I, like I, I would like to see a John Stewart. Uh, I mean, we've already got a Hal Jordan one, and and that one wasn't as good. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think if if they could do something with Green Lantern, that would be cool. No, yeah, well, cool man. Looking forward to that. Uh, guys, yeah. sorry, I I I've I've already gone over my my limit today. Uh, yeah, so, but, yeah. I know. Let's let's finish it off, man. I know we had that Martian Manhunter scene at the end, which is great, and we made that funny meme about it, which was hilarious. Like next time, baby, because that guy chilled for three movies and destruction yeah. to to say, oh, you know what? I'm gonna join you guys. Maybe he was like, I didn't want to join you guys until you won. Like, I don't want to join the winning <laughs> team. But anyway, it, it'd be good to see him again. More stories there. You just, have to, you just have to set fire, uh, like set 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 like a fire in like somewhere, and he would have been like, no. Like that, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, go on, kids. Take us but, out, uh, man. No, that go. was absolutely awesome to see. Uh, it's good. It, I'm, I'm, I'm really happy that we got to all see this vision. And you know, in the times we're currently in at the moment, it was just joyful, and it just got me excited again. So, uh, but yeah, guys, listen, massive, massive thank you for joining me on the therapy session. Uh, uh, we will do more yeah. of these decks, as we said. We're going to get you involved in more of the podcasts. I think it's yeah, great to have your your thoughts on it as well and your and and your vision on things as well uh i'd love to have more time with you so we'll set up more calls like this i think it'd be great to do this more cool. often yeah uh, be safe cool. uh, i know you, you do the, the quarantine part of things i want to thank both of you for 
making that time and uh, and 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 getting to you know talk about our thoughts on this film uh, and how much it means to us as well as fans. Uh, but nah, both of you, thank you so much.